Jay-Z, uh, Jay-Z. Oh, I keep doing that. I'm so sorry. I don't know what's Jay-Z happening. Jay-Z and Beyonce. Jay-Z yeah. and Beyonce come to the school instead of Big Fun. Um. <laughs> We're back. We're back for more pleasure, for more pain, for more movies. <laughs> We have a very exciting movie today and some really awesome guests. This episode was so much fun to record. We did like a back-to-back marathon recording session mm-hmm. and it was a wild time. Yes. Alex and Liv were so fun to talk to. Um, it was just a great time collaborating mm-hmm. with old classmates and yes. <laughs> also um, getting to see them interact together, which is like they're an amazing duo. So you definitely have to check out their pod as well. Totally. And before we jump into today's episode, we just want to shout out Little Lady Baby. We're partnering with them right now. Yes. They're an amazing boutique. And you can shop all of their amazing products by the link in our bio. Yeah, they have like a really cute retro aesthetic. And um, I was just reading on the website that actually the owner taught herself to sew while binge watching the Brady Bunch, which is super cool. I know that I'm going to be getting the t-shirt that says Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yeah. And I think I'm going to get the Stay Groovy shirt. They also have an amazing mm. um, Support Your Local Girl Gang shirt. It's super retro, very like floral yeah. 70s vibes. Mm-hmm. And they have cute accessories too, like a Rami and Michelle vinyl sticker. Oh, yeah. And I really love the floral, like, sunglasses. I think I might get those as well and just live my whole, like, 70s fantasy. Yeah, the, like, flower child dream. Yeah, totally. It's a great way to support local business. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely something we should all be doing right now. And by supporting them, you're also supporting us and helping us continue to make this wonderful podcast for you. Yes. So, like we said, you can click that link in our bio. It's literally the first link above our merch and all of our podcast links. Go check it out. Um, Before we get into it, we just want to make sure that you are following us on all social media. We got Instagram, Mm -hmm. TikTok, Twitter. You can even email us at moviesthatraisedus at gmail.com. Yes. Without further ado, let's head into today's episode. Please, everybody, join hands and welcome Liv and Alex from Ridiculous People Podcast. Yay! Hi! Hi, Hi, everyone. Hello. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Yeah. This is exciting. We've never, we haven't done an all-female collab in like a second. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah, it's been a sec. So this is exciting. Yes, we're very honored. Um, Mo and I met Alex years ago in our feminism and theater class so many yeah if that gives you any project together (laughs) context to our college experience (laughs) true yeah nyu days and olivia and i met the first day almost like the second hour basically of college at nyu we went to the uh tish underground party you were welcome week friends and you're still yeah dude wow we were we were like floor meeting friends yeah damn oh i get that floor meeting runs deep your first floor (laughs) meeting meeting it's like your first friend (laughs) we threw a fake banana to each other and answered Mm -hmm. icebreakers Mm -hmm. and yeah here we are (laughs) all these years later (laughs) yeah i did not go to the tish underground party as a freshman but i did sneak in as a sophomore 
That's so Wait, funny. Was that <laughs> like Le Poisson Rouge? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's... They, they played like clean versions of music. So stupid. <laughs> we were yeah. Like, yeah. You didn't miss anything. It was so weird because was nobody so knew each other. No. So we were all trying to scream yeah. each other's names, you know? There was a lot of like yeah. shaking hands, which feels like it should not be allowed to be done in a club no. right. of any kind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, yeah. Very weird vibes. Mm-hmm. But we had fun yeah. like being like, this sucks. Let's dip. Yeah. And then we <laughs> were like, we're best friends. Yeah, um, we got lost in go. Astor Place because we kept taking the wrong like street at, yeah. off of Astor Place. <laughs> and then so we like, just the got around. Me feel so good, yeah. I've done that so many times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then we were just like talking, and here we are. Here we are. Um, we would love to uh, have you tell us a little bit about your podcast mm. and what you're working on, all that stuff. Oh my god, our mimosas are here. <laughs> I'll start. Um, <laughs> okay, he's coming down. Thanks. Um, our podcast is the Ridiculous People Podcast. Because <laughs> um, we're absolutely ridiculous. As in, we are recording the podcast. <laughs> the food delivery, I will say, is very late. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, there are mimosas on their way to our apartment right now. Be because that's kind times. of the energy we have on our our side of the podcast yeah. world. Like, totally. one of us will be off mic like yelling from the, the other part of the room and we'll, the other one will try to just keep vamping and going like we're very right. we've turned into a very much cut nothing slice yeah, of true. life podcast um we love to see it which is fun yeah. it's yeah. like we're really there we yeah, are yeah exactly. it's, it's raw it's authentic i feel like we, yes. like we cut his names if we like we blurt do, yeah. a name out if we blurt we out somebody's names because yeah. we're like talking shit or whatever we're yeah. like let's just get that out yeah. um <laughs> let's not burn any bridges yeah exactly um yeah we started our mm-hmm. podcast in 2018 yeah wild. uh which is wild now and then we joined the sound casting network shortly after mm-hmm. yeah we've we've been just kind of talking about like whatever's new mm-hmm. that like and new to like us it doesn't have to be like new release but it's like whatever mm-hmm. you're finally binging that you said you were going to binge like three months ago mm-hmm. or whatever yeah um, right. we've recently gone on like some fun anime adventures because both of mm-hmm. our partners are really into anime mm-hmm. and we have are just sort of getting our foot into it Mm -hmm. yeah we talk about it's just sort of we we are those kinds of people who just watch a ton of content all day every day um Mm -hmm. and it was just sort of it felt very natural like we would you know back in 2018 you know come home and be like yo i watched this and i used to watch stuff at work you know (laughs) i might have two monitors (laughs) set right watch something on one monitor and work um so we would just be constantly taking in content and we'd want to talk about it yeah um with each other Mm. and at some point it just became like and there were just so many men doing that yeah in the reviewing space especially 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 at that time i think that there are a lot more like women reviewing content now which is awesome um and we just Mm -hmm. kind of wanted to talk about like one i think one of the biggest things that we saw that we were like this is why we have a podcast this is why we need to have it is mother that darren aronofsky movie Mm -hmm. because every dude we had ever met was like loving it and we were like that was disgusting and so much misogyny (laughs) like literally the movie wasn't good no no (laughs) thank you (laughs) This is because we took the same theater and feminism class. Exactly. I said, I read. Oh, delivery. 
yes. Um, <laughs> what restaurant <laughs> is doing delivery mimosas? Um, just off mic is uh, Julian, my boyfriend, who I think you both know. Yes. yes. Hi, yes. Julian. Hi, Julian. Oh, yeah, he says hello. <laughs> what? Wait, that's hilarious. Yeah, NYU. Um, yeah. He was actually supposed to be in our feminism in theater class, and he got kicked out. Yes, I remember. He waitlisted. He tried so yeah. hard. Yeah. It's Aww. so funny, right? We were in a playwriting class together, him and I, and oh, that's wait, how we met. Uh, what class? A playwriting class. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Here he goes. <laughs> <laughs> and there's Sarah. Hi, Sarah. That's our other roommate. <laughs> Everybody's Hello. meeting the whole <laughs> household. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, this is kind of like how our podcasts go. Like, sorry to bring mm-hmm. our chaos to you. But um, yeah, we, we just welcome like, it. We, we want to like it. yell sometimes about how like some movies are not talking. Nobody's yeah. talking about how like fucked up and racist certain things are in certain movies because they're not Mm -hmm. like it's not clicking for them and we just got sick of getting in like random twitter fights with people we don't care about or know and being like wait no i want to like talk about this kind of long form with you and i think that's a big thing too it's like discussing the you know not being afraid to talk about politics or political issues in quotes like i'm counting feminism in that you know um Mm -hmm. because it, it especially like with media it becomes so important um and Mm -hmm. and yeah just being sort of like hey i really liked the way this was done or like the way this was discussed um is a big thing we wanted to do and also just being like some movies aren't tackling race everybody like that's something we've been talking about recently too Mm -hmm. where now it's this like over wokeness in terms of like yeah. Why didn't you talk about like in Malcolm and Marie or whatever, like people being like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, no, that needed to be more of a discussion about pr- police brutality or something. And we're like, just because they're black does not mean that has to be what the story is. Black like people don't talk yeah, about right. police brutality all the time. Not every <laughs> moment no. of the yeah. day. Like maybe something just yeah. went down. But like, right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of Definitely. where we that our POV. But in general, we've just always been watching one million movies constantly. Same same page. We yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New movie every week. One of the biggest things like that we wanted to do when we made the pod was just like to bring more awareness to like movies that a lot of like teenage girls grew up watching and like Ooh, yeah. movies that get dubbed chicks chick flicks. Um mm-hmm. and people don't think have a lot of like artistic merit. And yeah. we're like, but actually mm-hmm. Confessions yeah. of a Teenage Drama Queen was like Lady Bird, Lady Bird before Lady before Bird, Lady Bird. Oh Bird was. Yes. yes, we love that. There take. are so many parallels. Like mm-hmm. it's truly insane. And I think in another world, Lindsay would have been nominated for the Oscar, but unfortunately, in two thousand and four, it was not that happening. Didn't happen. Totally. No. Yo, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool to think about. Yeah. yeah, and like Legally Blonde holds the fuck up too. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think like that. That's definitely something that's completely infuriating we were just talking about that in terms of one direction i was like a huge huge one direction fan Mm -hmm. in high school i hid it for a long time because i was made to feel ashamed sure and Mm -hmm. then i announced myself to the world and (laughs) absolutely got shat on came out that's so nice (laughs) yeah i came out i came out as a directioner wow and (laughs) it was not well received (laughs) But now everyone's like, oh, Harry Styles is actually talented. And I'm like, I've been saying this it's since true. I was 14, but nobody listened to me. Also, everyone was like, oh, boy bands are so like gay. Like, look at them. Like, look how they dress. And now people are like, oh, my God, like Harry Styles is in a dress. It's like, 
I'm like shook right now. Like this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. So perspective is everything. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I met Harry Styles once. She did, yeah. She's met multiple members of One Direction, actually. I have. That's oh true. my God. That how? same night, I met a couple. But the Harry Styles thing. She worked at BBC. Let's give context. Right. She just went, how? And you <laughs> okay. just went, and so he's right like, here right now. You're like, the door opens. Off camera. <laughs> That's my mom right The bathroom. Um, <laughs> oh, I wish. Um, <laughs> I know. Aww. No, no she was she was working for the BBC. Sad. Okay, oh, cool. cool. Um, in, in college. Yeah, it, did, like, it was like a work study program. Which doesn't exist mm. anymore, which kind of sucks. But also like, uh, eh, I got in there. I was going to say, it was the second to last <laughs> program. At NYU is the BBC program. Were you in London? Yeah. Okay, cool. But there was a night where uh, we had the BBC Music Awards, and I went to film, like, behind-the-scenes stuff, and I really didn't mm -hmm. have much to do. <laughs> like, I finished real quick, and I was just kind of <laughs> sitting there. I didn't know anybody. So I was just sitting on a couch somewhere, like, drinking, trying not to have a panic attack. Sure. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my boss came up to me at one point. She was she was lovely, but she was she's uh. Oh I'm not God, gonna, I won't tell name. this on the pod. I'm gonna tell this on the pod. It's time. This I'm not gonna. I'm not guys. gonna name her. An exclusive. I will not name her. Oh this is God. a spicy oh. story that we've never gone on record. I know. With. I'm gonna. Tell, it's been long enough. It's been long enough. I think it's fun, right? <laughs> I, I I don't think she'd be mad, but I'm not gonna name her. I will call her um, um Sandra D. S Sandra. Mm. Great. So my like boss. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sandra comes up to me at some point and I'm sitting there literally on my hands and she's like, Liv, I need to talk to you. Come here. And so I follow her and we go into a corner and she's like, I need you to go retrieve my knickers from Harry Styles' dressing room. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? And she's just like, yes, I've left a pair of yellow Knickers in such a disturbing <laughs> Which, detail. Which, like, what? Yeah. She's like, I've left a pair of yellow knickers in the dressing room. I don't know where. And I just need them. She's like, goes on and on. I'm like, okay. And she's just like, I have to go now. I have to go get Chris. She meant Chris Martin. Um, okay, cool. So if you can get that, you know, that'd be amazing. I really need your help. Thank you. And like ran off. And I'm just sitting, standing there like, wait, what? Talk like, about like impossible um, tasks given. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right? Like truly. in the Double Wars Prada. She's like, yeah, I need the like, Harry Potter. I need the Harry Potter book I found. <laughs> like, I need my underwear from Harry Styles' dressing room. Oh, no. And she yeah. told me, she's just like, well, I've just fucked Harry Styles and I left my underwear in there. And I was like, what? She was clear. Like, she was like, I didn't just leave wow. my no. panties. Why would she even blunt. want to back? Just be like, throw it out. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. She throw had, it she out. had a, Did she have a dress on? She had a black dress on. She had a dress on. That's why. She needs her knickers back. Yeah. So yeah, and then yellow knickers with a black dress is an interesting choice. Yellow, you know. What I, mean? yes. I don't know. So weird. But she. Yeah. Um. So and I ended up. I did not have access to the dressing room. So I like at my, of course. my little pass. <laughs> I had yeah. access to every area except for the dressing room. Right. Yeah. So um, I go up to the bouncer and I'm like, hey, you know, can you cut me some slack? Like I just got to get in there. I'll be real quick. You know, and he was like, no. That's the most suspicious thing I've ever yeah. heard. Yeah. It's like, that's a hard no, absolutely not. And so I'm like, okay, let me yeah. be real with you, level with you. Like, I got to get a pair of underwear out of Harry Styles' dressing room. And he was like, what the fuck? Like, okay. And I was like, it's my boss's. And he was like, sure. Okay. He's like, okay. If sure really it is. Need, if you really need this, you're going to have to find someone to escort you in with dressing room access. And I was like, dope. Who has dressing room access? He was like, I don't know. Go find someone. I was like, Wow. Sorry, what? 
So I panic. I think I took a shot at this point and there was like an open bar. I took a shot and then I just start going around and asking other young looking people, do you know anyone who has access to the dressing rooms? I need to do something for my boss. And a lot of them were like, what do you need? And I was like, I'm not going to tell you, (laughs) but I do need need help. A lot of people are like, I don't know. And it ended up being like an older man in a suit and he overheard me and he was just like, oh, I can help you. He's American, right? No, no he wasn't. He was yeah. British. Okay. Yeah. Um, like I don't white know why. Hair. I always assumed he was American in the story and that he was going to help you because you're American. Nah. I created a whole story. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> Continue. He was super British. <laughs> yeah. um, he was sweet, though. He gave me his arm, you know, when we were going in. Oh. He was just like, hey. You're you know? with me. Like, okay. <laughs> and... We ended up going back in there and then we went around to his dressing room and then he like peeked open the door and then closed it. And he's like, I'm actually going to go in by myself. Can you describe to me exactly what you're looking for? And I'm like, a pair of yellow panties. (laughs) He's like, I'm sorry. I was like, yeah, I need a, it's a pair of yellow panties. I don't know where they are. And he was like, okay. And he came out like five minutes later with a a paper bag, like rolled up. Um, he was just like, here you are, and like winked. Here's <laughs> like, the stuff. Wow. Thank you. Um, and then later that night, afterwards, I went back to the bar and I was like, I'm just going to stay here. And the bartender I had like <laughs> spoken to, right? Al- yeah. There's alcohol. Yes. <laughs> I don't have to get anybody right. else's panties. Yes. I don't want <laughs> yeah. to deal with this anymore. And I kind of was chatting with the bartender. So I was like, I feel safe here. And Harry Styles, mm-hmm. I'd met Niall earlier that night. He had heard my accent uh, and been like, You're American. He was like, Yes. 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 Um, <laughs> and Harry Styles came up to the bar later. I don't even think he ordered alcohol. I don't know what he ordered, but he um mm-hmm. he came up and was asking for something and then he looked at me mm-hmm. and I'm just sitting there like this. <laughs> like literally <laughs> leaning Hello. away and he was like, "All right, love." And I was like I said something I had been drinking too much. So I said something like a little too <laughs> weird, you know, where I was just like just like I know where you've or something like that. I, I said know something where you've too been much, you know. <laughs> yeah. That made no sense. And as soon as I said it, I was like, oh god. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Oh my god. But he was very nice. We chatted about New York and then he was like, bye. <laughs> and that was it. Wow. So he didn't know it was you that knew about the stuff. No, I did not. No. I did not talk about it. I was very yeah, uncomfortable. Professional. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I'm very happy that we have this exclusive That's now exclusive. on the podcast. Yes. Exclusive scoop. Yeah. Yes. That sounds like a fever dream. Right? Boss it felt comes like up a fever dream. That, that sounds like a fan fiction come to life, honestly. And I've read... <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's such I've a read lame, enough it doesn't to end. know. Like, it's like not a hot... Because for me, I'm it just like stressed. Yeah, you know? It just ends with yeah. her at the bar like, <laughs> yeah. thank God I yeah. did that. What a life. What a life. What a life. <laughs> yeah. It really was just that semester. And I went back and it was a crazy, <laughs> crazy moment. Yeah. <laughs> On that beautiful note, should we talk about today's movie? Yes. 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 So today we are doing the 1989 cult classic, Heathers. Applause, applause, applause. Yes. Yes. This was your top pick for yes. the movie that you wanted to cover. Mm-hmm. Um can you tell us, you know, why you love the movie? When was the first time you watched it? Yeah, I well, I have a very vivid first watch moment because um, I was in high school and mm. um, my friends were into like 
semi-weird avant-garde movies, but in general, like, we didn't even know what we didn't know. You know, like, we were always looking mm-hmm. for something to be into, and we were, like, all big into, like, Rocky Horror and shit. And to give you a sense of, like, my town, we, we tried to go to a Rocky Horror screening on um, All Hallows' Eve, and mm-hmm. we showed up in costume, and we were the only people in the theater. God. How sad is that? <laughs> Damn. So... Um, watching Heather's in my town was like, oh my God, (laughs) guys, we're basically Satanists. This is crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. When we hit that first table shatter, when Heather one Mm -hmm. goes down, that's something clicked off my brain. I was like, this is the movie I've been fucking waiting for. (laughs) I'm going to make this my personality. And I did. Yes. Um, so yeah, in high school, like I was obsessed with this movie and, I would tell anybody who would listen that, like, John Hughes is overrated and Heather's was where it was at. (laughs) And, like, all that shit, you know? Um, But in general, I just... I think this movie is absolutely unhinged and I love it because it's Mm -hmm. fucking camp and um, violent as shit. And I just thought it was funny (laughs) as fuck. (laughs) I was like, this is (laughs) hilarious and so (laughs) tongue-in-cheek and making fun of all the things that bother me about a lot of those Mm -hmm. John Hughes movies. Um, but like, you know, you still enjoy it anyway, but then you, you walk away being like, okay, all right, yeah. you know, about some stuff. So I thought that they addressed a lot of the, mm-hmm. just like took every little bit of what those kinds mm-hmm. of movies are and just like sent it into yeah. the stratosphere. And so I totally. adored that. So I was like 16 and like freaking out. Um, cause I love this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when was the first time you watched Heathers? You know, I don't even fully remember. I... I remember being so I went to high school in Germany and mm-hmm. I and the, especially in the first couple years I didn't have many friends um yeah. but so I would come home and just and my dad worked in a different city so he would commute and so mm-hmm. I would just sit at home and just binge movies and I think I watched Mean Girls one day and it ended and it was one of those nights where I was like oh you know like the movie's yeah. over oh man what am I supposed to do now yeah and I Googled like movies like Mean Girls or something on the one of those yeah. like websites. Yeah. And the first one that came up was Heather's. And I was like, I've never heard of that. So I just rented it and watched it and had a similar it was the moment where she crashed through the table. And I was like, Oh, she dead. <laughs> we both like, had that same moment. Yeah. I'm just like <gasps> mm-hmm. Right. And the click, you're so right. It was like the click in your head. Because you just think like that's mm-hmm. so off like that's not allowed. Yeah. And then they do the thing yeah. that's not allowed, and you're like, where the fuck are we going from here? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Super irreverent, breaks all the rules. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I um, don't remember the first time I watched the movie, but I remember, like, when I started watching it for us to, like, talk about it, I was like, I don't really know if, like, this movie is, like, what I'm into right now. <laughs> and then it gets darker, and I'm like, oh, wait, I actually really enjoy this. Like, <laughs> good to go. All good here. Because um, it does mix that, like, you're like, oh, I'm watching another teen movie. And then it's like, no, not all. These are, they, these are murders. Yes. You're watching murders. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I think I watched it for the first time. I want to say, like, sophomore or junior year in college. Like, I didn't grow mm-hmm. up with it. My mom wouldn't even really let me watch John Hughes movies growing up, even though she loved them. But she was just like, you're too young. So I didn't watch Breakfast Club until I was probably, like, 17. Right. But – I watched this movie, I think, on Halloween, and I was like, "Oh, cool! That's a great experience." Yeah, yeah, this is it. This is good. Yeah, and our friend group has talked a lot about like dressing up as Heather's, but the problem is, is that everybody wants to be Winona, 
So of course, right? Yeah, I'm like, I'll I'll be Heather Chandler. I'm the blonde. I'll do it. But yeah. everyone wants to be in it. Which, yeah. which you it's must. It's a responsibility. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's the burden that I carry. Of course. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'll be Heather McNamara. Like, love a cheerleader moment. Any excuse to wear a blonde wig. But just so you know, I am Winona. Like, I'll be, I'll <laughs> will, be willing to play another character. But I am Winona. So <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, we are huge Winona stands in this. House. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like we good. we watched Stranger Things like as it came out, like you know, mm-hmm. so quickly. Yeah, binged that mm-hmm. very quickly, and we're just absolutely fucking thrilled to death that she was back. Yeah, I feel like we recently, probably not mm-hmm. in pandemic time, but mm-hmm. we watched Beetlejuice. Oh yeah, Which during was, during ooh, the pandemic, yeah. I, I had never Love seen Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. I just watched it for the first time last year too, right? Yeah. And yeah. I was like, honestly, again, maybe a little bit better that I didn't watch it as a teenager because it would have been my personality <laughs> right. that I liked that film, and I would have been even weirder. Um, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We love Winona. Um, we do want to know. Fuck Mary Kill, Heather C, Heather D, and Heather M. Okay. Ooh, let's see. Hmm. Just like an, a, a silence overcomes. <laughs> yeah, we both mm-hmm. just like, okay, I must think about this. Yeah, this and is I important. must think clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I think, I think I want to fuck Heather Chandler mm-hmm. just for okay. the power play of it all. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, be terrifying in kind of a good way. Scary in a little mm-hmm. bit of a way, but also like. I'm sure she's a bottom, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of a thing. Right. Um, and then I think I would kill Heather Duke. I don't like her energy. Yeah. There's just something yeah. about her energy when she just like puts on that red scrunchie. And I'm like, you it's can't off, yeah. be her. Be your own version of her, mm-hmm. but stop being her. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I would marry Heather McMerrick. She's the one that's like calling into the radio show being like, um, uh, sometimes I'm yeah. stressed out. And they're like, fuck you, you bitch. You know? And I would be like, yeah. it's going to be okay. Damn. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think mine's the same for slightly different reasons. Okay, good. I feel like, see, my my <laughs> thing is, I think Heather Chandler has, in uh, you know, internalized some bad messages about sex, as we saw from right, her. true. Them from the party scene. And I just yeah. feel like I'd want to, like, before we fuck, yeah. sit down and be like, girl, we're going right. to talk about yeah. pleasure, consent. We're going to talk about yeah. everything. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, that's great. And yeah. make sure everything's okay. Because yeah. I think she could be a better person. <laughs> If she had these kind of discussions. Maybe unpack some of that sexual trauma. Exactly. I think she's got a lot to, I think she needs therapy. I mean, obviously she needs like a lot of therapy. It's true. um, (laughs) I feel like I could be at least like a catalyst. Also, she would like buy you nice presents, I think. That's true. She's so rich. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and then like the social capital of being like would be incredible. Yeah, exactly. Um mm-hmm. also Mary Heather McMara, because bless her heart. Yeah. Oh, yes. poor thing. Oh, and I feel like she's kind of sad and like mm-hmm. we're kind of sad. And like true. you know? Yeah. Um and then yeah, Heather Duke's got that mm, it's that um I feel like, like her body issues would like rub off on me. Yeah, that's true. You oh, know? No. Yeah. Like right. it would just be toxic. She just seems like kind of a toxic, and the way that she like immediately 100. seized power is like too Brutus for me. It's you know a, what very I mean? Brutus. Uh, mm. It's a red flag. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I would say my list is probably also the same. I just get such rancid vibes from Heather Duke that I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I 
100 go near it yeah totally yeah i concur with, <laughs> with what's been said yeah love that. <laughs> love that for all of us so some fun heather's facts for you veronica sawyer and betty finn are named after tom sawyer and huckleberry finn as well as betty and veronica from the archie comics or more recently riverdale riverdale insane bad shit show <laughs> i know i'm i've literally we've we got really into sabrina yeah in that world i love sabrina right so and it went completely off the rails by the end yeah, yeah we were really into that but we were, we've never gotten into riverdale <laughs> we watched like one or two episodes yeah. with an old roommate of ours and we were both just kind of like what there's so much they actually on. did a heather's episode Really? Um, of course they did. Wait, because how? They do, yeah, they do a, a musical episode every season. But yeah, they fully do like they did a Heather's break out musical into song. Yeah, so like they're performing okay. like the musical at school is Heather's, but then they also oh. just like sing the songs like oh, in life like it's a show. musical. Uh huh. Okay, okay, I get it. Interesting. It's not great, okay. but I think that that was the best one. <laughs> I mean, we we were just just kind of talking about how we all went to NYU. Did you ever mm-hmm. meet? Um, I believe she plays Veronica. She was in one of my classes at NYU. Mm. So I like. What was she yeah. like? She was fine. <laughs> like I always just kind of like. Yeah. Oh, that girl has significant eyebrows. Like that was kind of mm-hmm. my POV. But yeah, yeah, we were in like a fucking theater studies class together. I think if I can remember mm-hmm. properly. But I just definitely remember seeing her, and she was just like I don't know some girl in my class. Like she was fine. <laughs> like she was not. Pretty, yeah. She was not overwhelming in any way. Um, yeah. Cole Sprouse. Yes. Did you did you ever see him run, I, run through him? I yeah, certainly asked time. him to take a picture with me as a freshman. <laughs> you did? With my little lanyard hanging around my neck because I was like absolutely starstruck. <laughs> like little country girl like oh, from no. Connecticut. And I was like, oh my lord, like I have to like the clout that I was chasing from my hometown <laughs> by asking for that pic was like I like was totally couldn't see past that that's so funny um and then he told me like when we took this pic he was like hey tip for you like don't wear your lanyard around your neck it's not a good way to make friends and I was like I already have friends and then he said something else but I honestly like don't remember at that point he was like and then, hey hot tip don't be not nerd. a good way to make friends dude he um tried to ask out our sweet mate well, my she was my sweet mm-hmm. mate at the time. I'm like not really friends with her anymore. But um, yeah, at the time he like left her some notes in the library about how hot he believed her to be, and then yeah. they went on a very awkward walk, um, and that was like about <laughs> it. Wow. <laughs> uh, we just keep honestly. I couldn't. I would give someone money if I could stop running into the Sprouse twins, but I continue to. <laughs> yeah, um, I've never had a good experience with it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um. Dylan is a piece of work, to be honest. <laughs> oh, I, had, fuck. I had a class at the same time as him in Cantor, so I would always like get there early because I was a freshman, sure. and he <laughs> was always there early, and we would just like keep making eye contact like once a week, and I was like, "Yeah." He walked into like, a party we were like, having and went, "There are no hot girls here. Let's roll out." Um, and it was oh a my God. it was a cast party for a play he did not come to see I don't think and like was definitely Mm. not in and was definitely a tag along of another friend like mutual friend of ours and we were all just like in sweatpants having wine because it was like we just did a play we're not trying to fucking rage 
Um, and I was yeah. in the back room and I heard it and I turned around and I was like, is that fucking <laughs> life of Zach and Cody? Cause I was like <laughs> fucked up. I was like, get the fuck out of here. It was not even my apartment. Um, I was so mad. Oh my God. Uh, I'm about to call Mr. Mosby on your ass if you don't leave. Right um, yeah. So yeah. I once like, I, yeah, I don't know. I once like split a joint with Dylan and he was being weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Both of them. Cole was our roommate's. One of our old That's roommates, uh, lab, lab partner yeah. at mm. um, at school, and he yeah. did no work and was not paying attention and made her do all of the work constantly. Yeah. So we're just like mm-hmm. not really life of Zach and yeah. Cody stands in this house. But yeah. I, I have no problem with them like publicly. I think their public personas are kind of funny. But mm-hmm. in person, I have heard nothing but terrible things. Right. One of my coworkers tried to take a picture with Dylan and he was like, no. Okay. He was like, like, what? For like one second, he was like, fine. And then he went next to her. And my friend is, by the way, beautiful, like very gorgeous. And I was like, this kid's an idiot, dude. Get back to your sweet life on deck set, my dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, on deck. It was They moved from the hotel to the cruise ship. Yeah. Why? Why? Because. Okay. Didn't you work as a PA on that show? I did. As a teenager? That was like my first job i didn't get paid wow. for it um we're giving all our celebrity gods i know we've like, never talked about this we never show. we haven't <laughs> i was too just nervous like, too i guess um yeah i was so funny. how old was i i think i was 15 we're supposed to be talking about heathers i know we're sorry <laughs> oh i'm sorry it's Sweet like, well, like mr mosby mr mosby was on heathers oh, yes we tying it all back together this was his film debut okay was wait film he was Lewis's in the he was the first role I He's knew the yearbook it. editor. This guy. Okay. The guy, we, At the yearbook scene, him. I was like, I definitely know him. I don't yes. know why. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was like That's the little. So he's a he's a nerd, and he works it for yearbook. Aww. Yes. Oh my god, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I can't believe this is his first. It was his first movie ever. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Kind of looks like what my a dad great first when he was movie. younger. He does kind of yeah. look like your dad when he was younger, especially the big, big clear <laughs> glasses. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> that's sweet. <laughs> Oh, I'm seeing on these notes that Christian Slater bases performance heavily off Jack Nicholson. That does not surprise me at all. It sounds like he was doing an impression of Jack Nicholson the entire time. Yes. My boyfriend was telling me about, well, I I also saw this on like, it was either Wikipedia or IMDb or something, but he was telling me um, that he hates his performance because he is literally just parodying jack nicholson and that's something that he does in other movies like constantly <gasps> interesting will he's just channel jack, jack nicholson, nicholson. Hmm. that's so crazy why <laughs> again why <laughs> well i guess back then it was like whose shit doesn't stink jack nicholson like everybody was right. obsessed with him at the it's time just such strong jack nicholson everybody was on cocaine strong choices yeah. that, that yeah, seems because like he a, was on cocaine yeah yeah yeah. That'll do that. That'll do. Yeah. His eyebrows, they do have similar eyebrow abilities yeah. in terms of it 100%. going up so high and yeah. so pointy on their forehead. Just the evil eyebrow look. It's yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I was reading that the writer definitely was going for like a Kubrick type of vibe and like he wanted him to mm. direct it. So it would make sense if he was like, hey, can you do you like kind of a Nicholson type of thing? And that's uh, yeah, so that funny. does make a lot of sense. I mean, it falls yeah. short in so many ways of being any kind of yeah. Kubrickian situation, but I think it's <laughs> yeah. so fun the idea of like, let's make a high school movie, but make it like Kubrick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of fun. <laughs> So 
the beginning of the movie, we meet our main characters. We have Heather Chandler. She's like total head bitch in charge, leader of the pack. We have Heather McNamara, who is kind of like the airhead cheerleader type. And then we have Heather Duke, who all we really know about her at the beginning is that she's <laughs> yeah, bulimic. Yeah, that's right. It's a terrible <laughs> eating disorder. That's her entire character. personality yeah. is her ED. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and that she's a brunette. And like that's really all that we get from her. And then we have Veronica Sawyer, who is the outsider. She's like a new addition to the clique. And they're all the most popular girls in school. I can't believe they got around the fact that her name was Veronica. Yeah, I... There are just certain things in this movie where I'm like, wait, what? And I'm like, I'll just lean into it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. True. <laughs> so cafeteria, lunchtime, big high school energy. Heather Chandler goes to Veronica to help her play a prank on Martha Dump Truck. Random girl who gets to be like the um, absolute like nerd of the school who gets like shit on by these girls. And... Um, she asks Veronica to assist her in forging a love letter to Martha from Kurt, who is a jock in the movie. Just like the nastiest thing that you could do, giving definitely. someone a yeah. love letter. I know. It's like definitely setting up the fact that she can forge handwriting as an important yes. plot point. But also yeah. like it's interesting that they chose Martha to be like the nerd of the nerds because all the other nerds are like Mikey Day looking motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. a la people who are like ruling the world now, which is kind of fun. Exactly. To exactly. look at, you know, they t- tell me that they don't look like Mikey Day. No, I mean, it's true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I love him, but like, they look like Mikey Day. Um, yeah. On SNL, if you don't understand what I'm referencing, all of the young people who don't fucking watch SNL anymore. Um, but yeah. It's it's fucked up that her last name is Dump Truck. But now that's kind yeah. of a, that's kind of a pro. People say that about people's butts and they think that's oh, a yeah. great thing. Yeah, True. they're like, ooh, ooh, dump, dump truck. Mar- Yo, is you like yeah. Martha Dump Truck? Hey, okay, girl, yeah. like good. <laughs> Thick as hell. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. I hope my handle dump- Martha Dump Truck on Instagram. People are like, whoa. Whoa. Damn, that must okay. already be taken. Okay. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Okay. So Heather Chandler brings Veronica around with her as she does her daily lunchtime poll. And her question of the day is, you win a $5 million from the publisher sweepstakes. And the day you get the check, aliens say they're going to blow up the world in two days. What do you do? And Heather is like, I'm just asking the popular kids this question. And they're all like putting on this face like, I would donate it all to charity. Because that's just like how I am. Um, But... Veronica's like, we should ask everyone about the poll. I love the, like, rich kid's table. That one guy's like, I'd slide that fat wad over to my father. (laughs) Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. One of them's like, well, after taxes and after this and after that. I'm like, bro. One girl's just like, I'd have a nice get together. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Relax. Good housekeeping. Okay, Betty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's true. It was Betty. Oh, yeah, it was Betty. (laughs) All right. Relax. Um... Yeah, so then Martha approaches Kurt about the note, which is, like, Mm. absolute devastation to watch her be like, hey, I hear you're in love with me. And it's like, girl, come on. And But she gets laughed out of the cafeteria, which is, like, so not nice. There's, like, not one Mikey Day that will stand up with her and be like, hey. It's literally my nightmare to be the laughing stock of the cafeteria. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah, a horrifying thing. Um, It's awful. But then, like, we see just a hint 
of mm-hmm. Christian Slater as Jack Nicholson in the corner of the cafeteria, <laughs> giving her that eye, being like, hey, girl, why don't you come over here, here to this trench coat <laughs> and ask me a question? <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. And then the girls just, like, go to the bathroom, and Heather Duke's like, can you stick your finger down my throat so I don't have to? And they're like, come on, <laughs> let's yeah. see that lunch again. <laughs> it's so fun. Her yeah. eating disorder is a fucking fun game. <laughs> I think that Heather Chandler says like, oh my God, bulimia is so 87. Yeah. yeah. She's like, this is so not even oh in God. anymore. God, insane. Horrible. To think that also like the 90s were about to come and be the most like yeah. bulimia yeah. heroin chic skinny skinty oh yeah the lowest of the lowest cut jeans seriously like bone Mm. hip bone just cutting through that denim yeah 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 Yeah. gross but yeah you kind of see how like horrible they're not they're not only horrible to everyone else they're also like horrible to each Mm -hmm. other including yeah that's an important totally important hd who's got a bad case of bulimia considering she's not even like what a friend to stick your finger yeah. in someone else's throat? That's disgusting. She also says, like, go see a doctor. Yeah, yeah she yeah. does go, like, go, you should yeah. maybe see a doctor. But she still sticks her finger <laughs> down her throat. I had I had to do that one time for a drunk friend oh, who was okay. like, oh, I need no. to throw up, and she couldn't do it. I was like, I'm fucking friend of the year right now. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. You was this on your birthday? <laughs> no, that was a different story. That was when I got urinated on on my <gasps> birthday by on a drunk friend. On your birthday? On... My 20th birthday. And it wasn't even because you asked for it? No, I did not ask for it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I mean, I assumed I very, based on your voice, but oh, my God. I had a very drunk friend who I was trying to help, and she was puking, and she was like, I really need to pee, and she couldn't get her pants off, so I'm helping her, and she just no let it go. No, and I threw away girl. my tights after that. Yeah, um, oh, you man. do. That you throw sucks. away the friend yeah. too. No, <laughs> yeah. I mean, wow, that's rough. So that's just if you want to know what my life is You're like. You're so this helpful. Life. You are more helpful, and that's friend. just a little about me, <laughs> and just a yeah. little about you that you are way more helpful to your friends than like either of us are. Though, yeah, we've definitely had someone like too drunk laying on our floor after a party where we just mm-hmm. kind of were like. Someone threw up in my backpack. Are you good? Yeah, that was that girl. She was laying on the floor and she threw up in Liv's backpack because it was Liv's birthday. And we were like, we need you to get yourself home Mm -hmm. because we have a bus to catch Mm -hmm. because we were going to D.C. Mm. That was She broke my mirror and I have have a scar. She still has Uh a scar because this girl broke her mirror and slashed her. Oh, my God. That was crazy. But that girl, we did not, like, luckily we have a nurse friend who was like, I'm going to keep an eye Mm -hmm. on her pulse and make sure she's she's living. Yeah. And then we... You know, put her in an Uber and went like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> did you throw away yeah. the backpack? Yes, I did. Yeah. I bought a new backpack. Because how are you supposed to get out of the next and crannies? It was L.L. Bean, though, before they started doing the thing where, like, you can't just bring it back. So I just brought it back and uh. was like, here. And they were like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so give me another one. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, here's your $100 workers. in store credit. <laughs> <laughs> that was watch- That was the reason that they stopped that policy. <laughs> they were like, oh, my God, we're <laughs> not like, going to do this anymore. <laughs> Uh, we thought there would be like hiking accidents in there, not like gosh. some drunk girl barfed. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, there are also so many great one-liners in mm. this opening. Oh, like, yeah. oh my god, yeah, scene. it yes. sets up a lot of the like the vocab that yeah. they all that they totally. continue to use, like all of the weird 
slang that only mm-hmm. exists kind of inside the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I was reading that the writer did that purposely because he didn't want it to like age and be super dated. So but like, then they put those people unique. in those outfits and said, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> here we go. Um, I heard yeah. apparently when uh, Tina Fey was writing Mean Girls, that was one mm-hmm. of the jokes was that like, when she kept saying fetch, it was supposed to be like an homage to that sort of fake lingo. But everyone's like, right, what are you right. saying? What's going on? It's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because totally. how are you supposed to get people on board with fuck me gently with a chainsaw? <laughs> you know? I mean, me yeah. and my friends said it in high school after yeah. watching this movie because yeah. we were like, right. No one will even know what we're referencing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So good. Um, so, um, they come back into the cafeteria, the Heathers and Veronica, and uh, Veronica approaches this mysterious, um, you know, not Jack Nicholson. Right. JD, yes. Jason yes. Dean. Jason yes. Dean. Um, asking the poll question. Wildly close to a porn star name. Ooh, yes. Right. Whoa. Um, if you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, if you, you know. know. <laughs> <laughs> also, we recognize the scandal. We do note the scandal. But yes. I'm just yes. saying, watching yes. this, I was like, oh, shit. I forgot yeah. Yeah. that that was his name. <laughs> Yeah. Um I for when I when I rewatched it this time I heard how ridiculous his response was but yeah, said, yeah. I, I'd row out into the middle of the lake and bring along a bottle of tequila, my sacks and some <laughs> bock. Like what? I'm just going to add the some The sad thing is like we've all met this team. guy. We oh, have yeah. all we've met this guy. I've dated this guy yeah. before. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It doesn't end well. No, it does not. No. Nope. Um, like, it doesn't end in murder all the time, but it doesn't end know. well. <laughs> like, this man is a psychopath. Yeah. He's a sociopath. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, he is he implying that he's going to play Bach and play his saxophone along? I guess. With the Bach? In the middle of a lake with a bottle of tequila. <laughs> if I saw that, like, you know, I have feelings about the cops, but I would call the police. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd call some sort yeah, of social service the at the very least. Yeah. There's a man yeah. playing Bach and drinking tequila in the lake. Um, <laughs> I would totally see that in Central Park. Some guy in like a fucking trench coat in yeah, the middle of summer drinking true. tequila mm-hmm. and playing the saxophone and being like, someone go get him. Good someone God. Help him. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it's very flirty. Yes. I mean, Veronica's into it. Yeah. We've all been she's into so it. She's so into it. Yes. We can't judge. She's we not into the alternative. No. Like, she's too alt mm-hmm. for this lifestyle. Yeah. It's Heather's lifestyle. These, yeah, preps. She's not exactly. like that. Um, mm-hmm. and, but Ram and Kurt. Ram. Ram. The jock Ram. The jock. <laughs> and Kurt are like, what the fuck is this? She's supposed to be flirting with us. So they're like, let's scare him. Right? We're not going to beat him up. <laughs> We're too mature mm-hmm. for that. But we are going to freak him out. Mm-hmm. And they go over there and start antagonizing him. And then JD's like, I'm fucking insane. And he pulls out a, a gun. Yes, of course. And, and yeah. shoots. That's also a great shot, I feel like. Not it's to be such too nerdy, shot, but like, though. oh, yeah. The fr- you know, where the he framing. just like, yeah, bam, bam. Them both. Yeah, totally. Uh-huh. And he shoots them both with blanks. Mm-hmm. So he yeah. doesn't actually yeah. commit murder yet. Yeah. Yeah. We're saving that for later. Obviously, so, in the cafeteria <laughs> with 100 witnesses, approximately. Too many, too many. It's just not right. way. So after school, the girls are playing a game of croquet at Veronica's house, and they're talking about this cafeteria incident, and Veronica's, like, very into it. She thinks it's really funny, and Heather's <laughs> like, true. he she should is. go to jail. She's like, it's such and a meme, though. 
<laughs> it's kind of hot, though. Yeah. She's also surprised to hear that Veronica is into a high school boy. Right. And, you know, they're kind of playing the game and Heather Chandler tries to mess up Heather Duke's shot. I like, really don't know croquet, so I don't really know what's going yeah. on here. Yeah. But she ends up making the shot. You're supposed to get it through mm-hmm. the little metal yeah. hoops Yeah, in a certain amount of tries, I think. Okay. It's like golf, but, that makes sense. Di- but, but different. different. <laughs> um, so then Heather Chandler talks about how she's bringing Veronica to her first Remington college party tonight and basically says, like, if she blows it, then she's out of the clique. She's out of the group. Definitely feels like one of those, like, initiation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, like a, almost it feels kind of like a sorority initiation or something. Yeah, yeah. like hazing. You know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. So they end up going to the party that night. They're like, we need to stop at a gas station for some corn nuts. So Veronica goes in as, like, Heather's little lackey to get her her snack and runs into JD. Flirt, flirt, flirt. He buys her cherry slushy, and I would at that point be indebted to the man because I love, I love, I just can't with the buy me food. It's like, um, so they have that encounter, and she's like, yeah, I'm going to the Remington party tonight. Talks about how she doesn't really like her friends, but it's like their coworkers, and their job is to be popular. And, of course, they end up going to the party. It looks like absolute booty hole. Like, <laughs> it's just a frat house, essentially. Yeah. And there are two college guys that they meet up with. And Heather Chandler ends up being forced to give a blowjob to this guy. Clearly, she is not into it. But that's, like, yeah, it's, like, awful. Yeah. It's genuinely awful. And then Veronica, who does feel power empowered enough to decline this other guy who's trying to like sexually assault her basically yeah um she ends up like getting away and going into like the alley outside of the party and then heather confronts her and she's like you're blowing this for me like you're blowing your shot and i'm like yeah you just experienced trauma (laughs) (laughs) but that's one of those things where it's like if you do it too, then it's fine and I'm fine. And it was a right. cool and fine mm-hmm. thing to have happened mm-hmm. to me. But if it just happened to me, then I'm the only one who's going through trauma. Yeah. And I don't yeah. like that. I want someone else mm-hmm. to be down here with me. Right. Going yeah. through trauma, which is not. True. No, that's true. A good POV. But. <laughs> and I mean, it's it so, does like yeah. happen, especially with younger women. Yeah. I think. And I mean, it's yeah. clearly like contrasting it to that last scene where Veronica's talking about like their co-workers and not really friends and Mm -hmm. I mean and like for Heather Chandler like he pushed her head not to get too you know intense but But, like and then Mm -hmm. like it's you would think in you know a healthy friendship right (laughs) she'd be able to go to Veronica Mm -hmm. and be like yo like something not chill just happened in the other room right exactly Mm -hmm. but because they're not real friends and they're just kind of like popular people co-workers Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that conversation can't happen and so they're just fighting in front of an on-fire trash can because Veronica is playing with matches um on the couch (laughs) that's true instead of talking (laughs) to people which I can't say that I didn't love the vibe of. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, That's is true. that one of the things that you maybe took with you from this um, movie for your first yeah, night? No, because I was too afraid of fire. Like, I was like, That's that people should be. There, should, there will be, like, I know I know how to build a fire because I grew up, like, camping. So mm. I was like, I appreciate yeah. the power of fire. I had right. like I respect it. I respect it. I had like a very old vet like teach me how to build a fire that was like my 
best friend's grandfather like at mm-hmm. the time and mm-hmm. my friend who was he was a boy and he was like i'm gonna teach you because you're not in the boy scouts how to build a fire and then he walked off to do some fucking other mm-hmm. shit and i sat there like hello <laughs> i would like to learn how to build a fire <laughs> so there's like that energy but i was like yeah you don't play with matches indoors but i thought that was kind yeah. of hilarious that that's what she was doing instead of yeah partying you know yeah. she was just like seeing yeah. how close she could get her hand to a lit match yeah. <laughs> instead no, just girly things just girly, just things, girly things you know yeah. like everybody's just like, totally even keeled before everything <laughs> starts to go down in this film <laughs> yeah really sad yeah that mm-hmm. that that college party scene in general makes me so sad because it's like ostensibly they're only juniors also that's, that's kind of established mm-hmm. in the cafeteria scene yeah so they're defo 16 17 mm-hmm. yeah they're definitely yeah, like, like it's not chill yeah at all yeah and then she also ends up puking on heather accidentally she's like i'm about to barf and does so and then heather is like oh perfect ammunition for ruining my night i'm going to right. tell everyone in school and ruin your life your life's about to be over tomorrow Okay, okay. But then we get to like the best sort of part, like like structure of this movie mm-hmm. that I am kind of obsessed with, which is Veronica writing in her diary. Like right. with a monocle oh, yes. um, for most yeah. of the times, but maybe not this first time. Um, I can't quite mm-hmm. remember, but he, she definitely has a monocle that she wears when she writes furiously in her diary. Very large yeah. print. Um, mm-hmm. And she's saying that like Heather C's got to be stopped. Like, she's, like, she must yeah. be ended, mm-hmm. essentially. And is, like, talking about how killing her would be, like, killing the Wicked Witch of the West, which is, like, that's supposed to be um, your friend and not um, some witch character. Like, I, right. I don't know about that. You know, um, it definitely sort of, like, preempts the fact that she's got, like, clearly anger issues that she's, like, shoving down. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I just think, like, most VO in these kinds of movies, especially with, like, female-led movies, can get so weird and sappy, and, like, mm-hmm. we're not fans of it. I feel like it only happens in, like, book-to-movie adaptations right. in an excessive amount, but I feel yeah. like this is one of those movies where the VO works really well because it's this diary thing, and, like, what teenage girl doesn't know what it's mm-hmm. like to write in a diary? Like, everybody's being fake to everyone else. So it's the only way to get her internal POV, like, what she actually right. wants, I think, but then, like, JD appears in the window. Hello. Bitch, hi. Yeah. I heard you were writing in your diary furiously. Hello. I, have, I heard you were full of teenage. Hi. I have a ladder, I guess, leaned up against your house. Hello. You live on the second floor. I climbed a trellis. I don't know. Um, maybe there's some sort of grease reference happening with that, with the climbing through mm. the window. What if he brought I don't know. a ladder? What if he, like... I wouldn't be surprised. Based on right? his home life, his which dad, we will get his to. His dad works in construction. That's so. true. Yeah. His dad is absolutely... Well, you heard it here first. It's kind of... He brought a ladder. He brought a ladder. <laughs> and yeah. he rolls up in her window and is like, Hi, Veronica. <laughs> um, and they... That's a great impression. Course, thank you so much. And um, yeah. they, of course, then play Midnight Croquet mm-hmm. and have sex yeah. in the backyard mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. young teens as one does. are wont to do. Mm-hmm. And Veronica's like, oh, my God, my life sucks. I hate this. Like, Heather Chandler is, like, not fun. And JD's like, yeah, she deserves to die, which is exactly what she was just writing in her notebook. And she's like, that's so weird. You're reading my mind. But also, like, We must be soulmates. No. Like, she doesn't deserve to die, babe. Like, she should probably just, like, have to puke. 
Right. right. So like, like I a, think it's like kind of debatable whether or not when she goes when they then go over to mm-hmm. Heather Chandler's house, like how much violence is in Veronica's veins? Because like right. she acts all like, no, 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 I don't want to kill my friend. But she like does. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she clearly is like not that pressed about it. Yeah. You know? Not at all. Um so yeah, they decide to head on over to Heather Chandler's mansion. Um, yes. That is horrifyingly decorated. Horrifyingly might I decorated. add. And fully unlocked. Red ribbons everywhere. <laughs> Screen door fully open. <laughs> mm-hmm. Red pops of color because that's Heather's colors. But Heather's colors are, I will say, like I think Heather's colors are like red but with pink, which mm. is so specific and like kind mm. of clashy. There's like a baby pink yes. that's also happening for her. But it's mostly red. I feel like it's that like hyper feminine thing that a lot of teen movies do to the head mean girl, you know? Yeah, like that sort of hyper femininity. It yeah. like looks like Valentine's Day colors yeah, in, for her, real. in her yeah, bedroom. That's exactly. True. You know, it's so bizarre. It's very strange. Um, so they go, they walk right in, and <laughs> um, they're this is the point where Veronica's like, We're gonna make her something gross, like milk and orange juice. And JD's like, How about drain cleaner? And Veronica's like, Or we can spin it in the milk and orange juice. Um, I do like the part where they all go <laughs> for like a minute yeah. and they just kind of look at each other while they Ugh, try to nothing. hawk up a loogie and then they can't, yeah. Um, but uh, JD had filled a mug with this drain cleaner and Veronica accidentally, debatable, takes the wrong <laughs> cup, the one with the drain cleaner, the bright blue drain cleaner. We it does it. have a little like lid on it, which I was like, convenient. I know. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Because he was like, well, she can't see what she's drinking. We had a a night where we watched Heather's, this is years ago now, uh-huh. I'm sure, but we got um, blue curacao. Oh and yeah, we mixed it with something else, and we we tried to make it the same shade as the uh, mm. drain cleaner, a cocktail, yeah, um, drain cleaner, yeah. yeah. We Hashtag love a themed cocktail. We love, yeah, cocktail. we love a themed, yeah, <laughs> drain cleaner cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> um. So they go up there, and Heather is uh, suspicious immediately. Like, I mean, what are you doing in my house? But no, yeah. I'm not drinking Immediately that. shoving a drink at me. Like, yeah, like, so sus. This is real weird. Yeah. And they sort of like call her chicken, basically. And she's just like, I'm not chicken, you know? Um, and uh, she chugs the whole thing and uh, gags the iconic blue tongue. Moment. Yeah, blue yeah. teeth, blue tongue like moment. A, if you were going to do a Halloween thing, you could have like a blue uh, Jolly Rancher. <gasps> or something. That's Just such a good idea. Yeah. To have like blue yeah. mouth the you whole time. First. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, she and then uh, dies violently. And then um, uh, dies. Yeah, <laughs> violently. <laughs> anyway. She chokes um, to death. She does. She chokes. <laughs> and her last words are corn nuts. <laughs> and then she crashes through this beautiful coffee table in her room uh, of dead as yeah. fuck and um, Veronica is uh, in shock I just killed my best mm-hmm. friend you mean your worst enemy same, same difference. difference what iconic, iconic. Um, and JD's like okay well it was a suicide so forge he comes to that very quickly he does yeah quickly. Yes. a little too quickly he's like don't worry I have it all planned out mm-hmm. yeah just follow my lead. Exactly. Yeah. And Veronica and she can, forges the 
Forgers the handwriting because we already know that she can forge handwriting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. How handy. So the next day at school, everyone is like in shock that Heather killed herself. The school board is like, should we do a half day? Should we do a free period? She wasn't a cheerleader, so let's just do a free period. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I would give a half day for a cheerleader. Give me a cheerleader at least. <laughs> yeah. So then we meet Miss Fleming, who's kind of like this hippie lovey-dovey type of teacher and she suggests that everyone gets together in the cafeteria and like talks about their feelings but they're like absolutely not the girls meanwhile are in the locker room kind of like reckoning with their friend's death heather duke Mm -hmm. has seemingly abandoned her bulimia i guess and is just eating chicken wings yeah yeah Yeah, she's kind of like, oh, I don't have to compare myself to Heather Chandler anymore. Like, I'm already skinny. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I can stop. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, definitely how eating disorders work. Totally. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just like a faucet. And dies and you're you like, just ah, turn it off. I'm well again. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and Heather um, McNamara finds one of – Heather Chandler's old swatches and so she gives it to Veronica because Heather always said that she couldn't accessorize for shit. <laughs> yeah, she would want you to have had this because you were bad at accessorizing. It was so weird. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay. So then Veronica proceeds to walk into the shower fully clothed and just stand under the water. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was such a weird part of the movie. I was like, I know that she's supposed to yeah. be like going through it and being like, I can't believe I killed someone. But like, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's a way. That's a moment. Yeah. To be like, yeah. I'm going to now be fully clothed in the shower so everyone knows I'm going through something. Yeah. Like, relax. Yeah. You just committed murder. Relax. <laughs> relax. Come on. We get it. You're the main character. Exactly. It's that, that's what it is. It's like, I'm the main character kind of moment. <laughs> JD's just like just in like, trigonometry or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Not having any sort of social Feeling? moral compass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We see all of the kids in school give interviews to the local news station and they're like, oh my God, Heather, like she was so awesome. It's like such a shame. Da da da. So she um goes home and she like has this kind of reoccurring scene where she sits down with her parents and they always have pate prepared and she eats like a half cracker and she's like great pate mom but i got a motor if i want to be ready for that funeral so veronica's like another day another social obligation and (laughs) it's just like totally i have to go to the funeral of my murder victim brb (laughs) great pate yeah so she is just like super disillusioned by everyone acting like they loved heather when they all hated her (laughs) and her and jd attend the funeral together everyone from school like goes up to the casket and they have these like prayers heather duke is like I wished for this death so many times, but I felt so guilty afterwards. But, like, God, like, you got my back. Like, you knew what I meant. <laughs> that was actually so, thank so you. funny. I, I love, love I love The funeral you. scene is one of my favorite Me scenes in, in movies. The internal yeah. monologues of the yeah. people's prayers by her yeah. casket, which, like, prayer 
is a stretch for what yeah. is, it is, but like, oh my god, it's so fucking funny. Like, what are the jocks? Yeah. Just like, why'd you have to kill off such a hot piece? Like, yeah, he yeah. literally says, why did you have to kill off such good snatch? Yeah. Oh god. That's oh the way he god. says it. Deplorable. <laughs> so gross. So, after that, um, in the service, Heather McNamara asks Veronica, she's like, another day, another social obligation, I have to go on a double date with Ram and Kurt, like, will you please come with me? And at first, Veronica's like, I'm kind of like in a thing with JD, but you know what? Like, I'll go with you as a friend and help you out. So then, on this horrifying cow tipping <laughs> date, first of all, I feel like it's debatable whether or not people can actually tip cows. I feel like I've heard yeah, that. Yeah, is this a thing that people do in yeah. real life? I've only ever seen it in know. movies. Yeah. Because I feel like it's in movies for yeah. sure. But like, mm-hmm. my mother is from Ohio. And she swears up and down that it's impossible to tip a cow. Wow. But then also, like, everybody swears up and down, like, I've seen it. I tipped a cow right. myself. Like, I don't, like, I feel like it's one of those things where I'm like, I will never know if it's possible to yeah. tip a cow. Because these things are gigantic and right. so heavy. And they're, like, top heavy. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not top heavy. They're bottom heavy. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, no way. Right. Like, it's just, like, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. And or if you start yeah. pushing on them, they'll just like lay down and be like, what? Or <laughs> yeah, they'll just like the walk away. <laughs> yeah, they'll just be like, stop doing that. <laughs> you know? Um, so I don't know if that's possible. But in this, they tip a very small calf of some yeah. sort, <laughs> which is not chill and very upsetting. Um, yeah. <laughs> and even more upsetting, Kurt and Ram are like horrifying. And Heather and Ram are hooking up slash yeah she's getting date mm-hmm. raped yeah. and it's fucking yeah. sad and not good and she's mm-hmm. like on the grass and he's on top of her and then veronica just starts to like climb up a hill uh to get away from the other dude who can't climb over the fence to get to her yeah um i don't know if he was ram is it ram or kurt i guess it's ram that's trying to follow veronica and they're interchangeable they to me yeah, like, I don't yeah. yeah. Um, which is why they die at the same time later. Uh, yeah, spoilers. spoilers. Uh, and, <laughs> and of course, she like JD just happens to like be there because he was literally following her and stalking her. And he goes like, hey, yeah. Veronica. And um, she, you know, goes <laughs> off with him, obviously, because she and like I find that was kind of interesting that she automatically is like, yeah, I had to go on a double date to like appease my friend. And he went like, yeah, of course, hop on my motorbike. Like, yeah, I do like that. That wasn't a part of the movie because I was like. That would be Fuck so that. stupid. Just, yeah, so just kind of like okay, and the guy's like asleep, oh, yeah, like yeah. in the grass, and then out. the other like the other two are struggling. But it does kind of suck that Veronica's like, "Bye, Heather." I know she like yeah. does not help her. Yeah, I mean she's clearly not anyone's ally. Like, no, yeah, definitely no. Not. She doesn't give a shit about literally no. anyone. Else. I don't think she likes no. the other Heathers either. You know, no, she doesn't. I mean. Mm-hmm. But it's one thing to not like someone, and it's another thing to be like, I literally don't care about your well-being at all. True. Bye. You know, like, fuck's sake. Mm -hmm. Um, But then the next day at school, she's, like, in the yearbook office with Mr. Mosby. Young Mr. Mosby is there. And and she's trying to get the daily poll. Because I guess they they literally do this every day. I think that would be so annoying. If I was trying to eat lunch, and someone was like, if you won the lottery, (laughs) I would be like, get the fuck out of my face. Um, Yeah. But then he, the editor is like, this is all about Heather. It's about her suicide. It's going to be amazing. And she's like, oh, my God, this is ridiculous. But then she, she's also pulled aside by some random fucking girl that we've never met who's like, hey, 
I heard on your date last night that oh, yeah. you were a part of a threesome with Kurt and Ram that they had, quote had a sword fight in your mouth, which like violent imagery. No, sir, Jesus no, Christ. Yeah. Why don't you keep that to yourself? That's fucking disgusting, rumor. Courtney. It sounds like you are a little bit of a pervert. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this random girl who literally she doesn't do like anything else. No. No. She's there to be like exposition. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Which also later happens too. There's like some random girl who literally dips in and goes, "You didn't hear," and then yeah. like explains what happened. In the That's last such an scene. '80s movie it's thing, so though. Funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a guy towards the end where he's like, "Hey, Veronica, like crazy about the pep assembly." She's like, "What's beneath the gym?" <laughs> yeah. The boiler oh, yeah. room. Yeah. Great. Right. See ya. Bye. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They they're really clumsy about exposition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In this movie, but um. Yeah, so then she knows, like, oh, my God, they're spreading rumors about me, even though I jetted off with JD, my murder boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Rumors by Lindsay Lohan. Remember that song? Oh, do I? I don't. Of course. Wait, she what knows. song? Rumors. rumors by Lindsay Lohan. It was, like, her big, like, I'm an, a grown-up, like, I am a sexy woman. This is my, like, can't-be-tamed moment, a la Miley Cyrus. Yeah. It was can't-be-tamed before can't-be-tamed. Wow. Yes. Rumors by Lindsay I Lohan. I believe it. Yeah. Um, and it's all about like the rumors and the press about yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. Wow. So that's where Veronica's at. This is where yes. Veronica's at. She's at Rumors by Lindsay Lohan. Amen. And <laughs> um, so Veronica's now like, yo, how dare you, you it's know, true. besmirch my name, ruin my rep in these streets. And must enact mm-hmm. revenge. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, she and JD hatch this plan. Um, Classic. Right. First of all, <laughs> JD <laughs> is like, I've got these fake bullets called Ishluga bullets. Ishluga means I lie. Not. Oh, I do you, mean, you speak German? I'm assuming I you do went speak to speak German. There. Yeah. 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 She's fluent. I am fluent. Mm-hmm. Ishluga bullets. He goes, it, they're fake. Now, here's my thing. <laughs> they've just committed a murder together it's true right i think that's all i have to say anyway it's fine she's like got you they're fake i think it's because he used fake bullets on them before that's fair but i mean have you met the man obviously he wants to escalate the situation yeah but you know what it's cool i'm not veronica i don't know how i'd react in that situation so um (laughs) um they she she calls them both and is like on the phone on the landline classic yeah and she says hey i let's have a real threesome in the woods by school in the morning mind you on a landline like a morning threesome (laughs) like also like on the landline her mom and pop could possibly pick up the phone and hear their 16 slash possibly 17 year old being like let's have a morning threesome in the woods my father (laughs) would have been listening yes (laughs) (laughs) my mom would have just like walked into my room while i was like on the phone to talk about something else i'm like Mm. what are you saying i mean i think what's happening both your mother and my father (laughs) probably would have murdered both of those men themselves that's right so this movie Mm, wouldn't have happened there you go uh (laughs) but they're like down and uh they're like Hell yeah. And JD <laughs> says... This can't be a trap at all. No, this sounds perfectly <laughs> no. safe and normal. So <laughs> she then writes a fake suicide note, which again should have been a red flag. Yeah. But again, yeah. I'm not her. 
Um, she has violence in her heart. She has violence in her heart. And JD brings <laughs> gay props. This is the funniest. I, gay props. So funny. Gay props to planet the scene. He brings a stud puppy, which is like the like hot guy right. mag. Yeah, which makes yeah, sense. Like play girl based or on something. anything yeah. else. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, a candy dish. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that until this past rewatch. <laughs> yeah. um, a Joan Crawford postcard and mineral water. And the mineral water is always something we talk yes, about all the time. Yeah, and she's just like mineral yeah, water, and he's so like, funny. "Yes, trust me." Um, and then uh, <laughs> here we go. Mineral water, you're deaf, gay in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they enact this plan in the woods. Veronica instructs like her and Ram to stand in these circles she's drawn in the ground. And has them stripped down. So once they're in their underwear, she's like counting them down to go and rip her clothes off. When JD comes out of the cut and just shoots <laughs> at Ram, Veronica shoots at Kurt, but she misses. So he like runs through the woods and JD runs after him, like chases him all over the place, leading him back to the clearing where Veronica then shoots him. And only at this point is she like, oh, the bullets are real. yeah well and she's like when uh, she kurt when she hits kurt like she's already sitting by the dead body of ram who has like a fucking bullet in his throat and like no blood miraculously Mm, Um, right and and she's like oh guess those bullets really do do something (laughs) and then he and then he runs up in front of her and jd's like shoot and she goes like okay and then does it (laughs) Well, when she misses, she's like laughing. She's like, "Yeah, lol." She oh well, it's so that's funny. fine. But then she Ha-ha, sees that he's dead, him. and she still shoots. That's why you know yeah. she's been Violence wanting to murder her. this whole time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they they then like stage the bodies with the aforementioned gay props, <laughs> and <laughs> at this point, like there are two cops who are I think like smoking weed in their car yeah. when they're like, oh, yeah. "Yeah, like I heard a shot. Like let's go check it out." So. They go check out the scene. Veronica and JD flee, and one of them hears like rustling, so he runs after them. But by the time he catches up to them, they're like in her car, like making out. He's like, ah, just fucking kids fooling around. So he goes back to the scene. They immediately are like, this is clearly a double suicide. They read the note that Veronica wrote about their yes. like passionate love affair of course, of and course. how it's forbidden, and they <laughs> must leave their mortal shackles and he's like no way like these are football guys and he's like does this answer your question (laughs) pulls out the (laughs) mineral water (laughs) sealed the deal he's like absolutely (laughs) i have not seen a homosexual suicide pack without mineral water (laughs) sponsored by perrier sponsored by Pellegrino. <laughs> if you're gonna, if you're gonna <laughs> murder suicide your gay lover. Drink Pellegrino. Pellegrino. <laughs> so they're like, all right, no need to do any further investigation. The next day, for wh- whatever reason, I don't understand why JD and Veronica have slept in his car. Like part of me before. wonders if they did fuck. Like when they were like making out because the cop was walking well, by. They I just continued go, like, to make out. Yeah, after I'm like, he do left. they just fuck and then yeah. they're sleeping after? Maybe. That's fucking deranged, Maybe. but you know, whatever. What are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> um, big like crash energy here. If you've seen crash, yeah. Yes. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> so 
That movie is also deranged. Um, (laughs) Is it, though? I don't know. Anyways. so (laughs) Deranged is a great word to describe. (laughs) They're like, holy crap. Um, JD is absolutely fine, but Veronica realizes that they killed Kurt and Ram, just like reliving the moment all over again. And they get into a fight. She's like, I thought the bullets were fake. And JD is like, you believed they were fake because you wanted to, but you like wanted them dead. And she also has a moment where she like turns on the car lighter to light their cigarettes. And then she just takes it and burns her hand. And he lights yeah. his cigarette on her hand. Eat it. <laughs> Ugh. So visceral. Then, yeah. But then she does do the same to- later, yes. if you think about it. Oh, yeah. Full circle moment. It's never brought up again. She does not have an injury. She does not sustain any injury. Yeah, wait. Um, yeah, she's just sustained this palm injury that is never once thought mm, of or talked about since then. Stupid. Yeah. Um, but then, of course, Kurt and Ram have a joint funeral that is both football so and homosexuality <laughs> <Yeah>. themed um <laughs> it is they're wearing football helmets and the dad is like i had a gay son and that's okay i would have loved a stupid gay ass or whatever and everyone's like okay <laughs> all right i love my dead gay son i love my dead gay son <laughs> um then Verona, Veronica and JD are like, oh my god, this is so stupid. Like, obviously, this is all fake. They clearly were not fucking gay. I mean, Jerry's out, but um, they didn't get yep. to see if they were gay. Um, oh. oh, they probably did. Anyway, <laughs> um, and then <laughs> and then they were like, yeah, he wouldn't like love his fucking gay son if he was alive right now. Like, he's just saying that to get like points at the community. Blah blah blah. But then, like, the sister is also wearing a letterman's jacket. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And turns around and is, like, crying as, like, Veronica is, like, laughing. And she goes, like, oh, sorry. Sorry. I guess it's a little gauche to laugh at a funeral. (laughs) Didn't know that until the tween looked at me um, because I'm Veronica and I'm on my own path. Um, Mm -hmm. So then she's, like, writing in her diary and, like, scribbling super fast. And she's got her monocle. (laughs) I'm a writer. Okay. So that's her Mm -hmm. entire personality. And then she's, like... It's actually all of these murders are like helping my enemies. Like what? It's giving Heather depth, Kurt a soul, and Ram a brain. Mm-hmm. Like what? I think honestly, I think she's like regretting the fact that she's like in some ways helping their reputation instead of like enacting oh, yeah. the revenge that she wants. Um, but then she's like, I have no control over myself when I'm with my boyfriend. I just can't be responsible for any of my own actions. And it's like you shot a person to death. My friend, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not like, all. We, JD. we all do stupid stuff, but this is a, this, this is a is different situation. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Um, the school board now, after this double <laughs> suicide, is like worried. Yo, Miss Fleming, you were trying to talk about feelings and shit. Um, maybe let's do that because okay. these suicides are getting yeah. worse. Yeah. Um, so they have the love yeah. meeting in the cafeteria. <laughs> the principal's speech um he goes now i've seen a lot of bullshit angel dressed uh switchblades sexually perverse ph- po- photography exhibits involving tennis rackets but the <laughs> suicide thing there? <laughs> <laughs> but this suicide thing i guess that's more on pauline's wavelength we're just gonna write off today and on friday she can hold her little lovin or whatever um so this is before the um mm. the love meeting 
um yeah that's how he gives her like permission yeah um Mm -hmm. and the love meeting is notably also very publicized by the local news and yeah uh, Mm -hmm. it's almost like this hippie doesn't actually care about any of that and she just wants to have her moment exactly yep yep and be recognized Mm -hmm. totally so yes jd she goes veronica goes jd's house and she's going on about how the love meeting isn't disingenuous um both from the side of the teachers and the students and jay-z jd says that jay-z is Jay-Z. there suddenly <laughs> jay-z comes in You're and like, everyone's Whoa. like what <laughs> um <No>. jd <laughs> says he's happy that they've um scared people into not being assholes anymore um, and we finally meet Typical. JD's dad. I know. And JD's dad, uh, deranged, <laughs> is highly so deranged. Sociopath. We wonder where he gets it yeah. from. Immediately shows Veronica a VHS tape of a demolition. Um, because that's what he like does for a living. Yeah. Yeah. He just pops it in out of the blue. Yeah. And he also is like just hops on the treadmill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is so, so weird. weird. And they have this thing where they call each other's son and and pops. yeah like the yeah like yeah. in the reverse is, yeah and, and jd's like how was your day at school son and pops mm-hmm. is like yeah and his dad's so like weird well pops i want to introduce you to my new girlfriend or whatever it's like such yeah. creepy details psychotic family yeah. another red flag you know hugely so mm-hmm. um Oh yeah, and and the dad when he's wa- showing this demolition video out of nowhere, he mentions that there's a Norwegian he put in the boiler room, and then a pack of thermals upstairs, which comes in later. Yeah, um, kind of bombs. Yes, used to detonate. Yeah, yes. the Buildings. building. Yes. Um, and Veronica asked JD if he likes his father, and uh, JD's like IDK TBH, <laughs> but I liked my mother who died in a horrible accident. In big old quotes, um, mm-hmm. because she supposedly walked into a building right before her his father uh, demolished it. Also comes yeah. back later in a big, big, big way. Yeah. Yeah. Then after this wretched conversation the hit song teenage suicide don't do it by big fun comes on the radio i want a big fun t-shirt um after this watch i was like why don't i have a big fun t-shirt yeah they're all wearing (laughs) it throughout the movie which is Mm -hmm. really fun yeah and um jd after hearing the song shoots the radio and for some reason, this is the last straw. Veronica's like, okay, now I'm done. She's like, not the fucking radio. <laughs> yeah, how dare. Yeah. <laughs> so she breaks up with him, and she tells him not to come to school and not to mess with her. Wait, yeah, that's true. That really is like the yeah. final straw. I feel like while I'm watching the movie, that never registers. Until we're talking about yeah. it now, I'm like, wait. <laughs> what the fuck, Veronica? Veronica is deranged. Oh, no. Yeah. So, um, back at school, JD goes up to Heather Duke and shows her these photos that he's gotten of her and Martha Dump Truck hanging out. And he's like, all right, I'm about to blackmail your ass. Um, she's like, I'll give you a week's worth of lunch money to get rid of those photos. How much does lunch cost here? What? <laughs> but, okay. Um, and JD is like, actually, I will get rid of everything in return for a favor which I will ask you in the future and not now. But for now, I just need you to keep being a leader. 
whatever that means. So Heather Duke takes this as the cue to start wearing Heather Chandler's signature red hair bow. She's like, I've become Heather now. I am Heather. Yeah, she's leaned in to become a hashtag girl boss. Yes. So Veronica, now she's turning over a new leaf. She's like, all right, that murder stuff, that wasn't me. Get back Mm -hmm. to basics. So she invites her friend Betty over to play croquet. And Betty talks about how, like, she missed being her friend. And then just kind of out of nowhere, she's like, I'm still a virgin. (laughs) And is (laughs) kind of talking about that. And Veronica says that her daydreams are probably better. Like, Betty's daydreams are probably better than her own reality. But then the Heather show up and Betty's, like, got a blast and leaves. Yeah. Understandably. So Martha is in school, sitting alone on the bleachers. She's drinking a soda, spills it on her chest. I'm like, girl, that sucks. I'm sorry. And she's like, that's the last straw. Tapes a note to her chest and (laughs) walks out into oncoming traffic. (laughs) I'm sorry. Like, this part really fucking got me this watch. Like, I was just kind of like, I mean – same in some ways like same with what's yeah. been going down like when you just get like yeah. i spilled a little bit on my shirt my big fun yeah. shirt yeah that yeah. i just got fuck yeah but then yeah the yeah. <laughs> the dedication to me like i'm gonna walk into traffic now <laughs> jesus christ martha. Oh, martha yeah and then back at the house victoria's parents are watching the news they see the broadcast of the cafeteria therapy session and veronica rolls her eyes she is over it. She starts talking about how they're glamorizing suicide and that teenagers just want to be treated like human beings. And her mom is like, well, actually, a lot of the time when teens complain about that, it's usually because they are being treated like human beings. Yeah, because she's like, being an adult yeah. sucks ass, Veronica. You can't just murder yeah. people you don't get along with. It's true. Yeah. So then Heather Duke. <sighs> Heather Duke. Um, She comes in. And she's like, hi, guys. And Martha stepped in front of a car, but she's in stable condition. So you win some, you lose some. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. You know, it's <laughs> fucked up. But Heather Duke's like, yeah, yeah. anyway. Um, and she's like, yeah, she just tried to fucking kill herself, but she couldn't even do that. Uh, I'm like, God. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, and it's in front of, like, us. Veronica's parents who are like, Okay. You know, they just like literally sit there smiling the entire film, like do not know a fucking thing that's going on. But then Veronica slaps her across the face, which is like, yeah, you can't say something that fucked up. But also it's a little performative of Veronica, let's be honest, considering she murdered everyone else. Um, <laughs> right. And then <laughs> Heather is like icing her face. Please relax. Like how hard did she fucking hit you? You know what I mean? Like yeah. we've all been slapped yeah. in like acting class mm-hmm. before. Like, oh, yeah, it doesn't hurt that bad. Relax. Mm. Oh, ding Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Liv said cheers to that. Um, <laughs> Very poor timing. I apologize. Um, yeah, I don't know. A, a, a slap across the face. She does not need to be icing it, but she's icing it. And um, she's like, the world would be better if every loser fucking walked into traffic like Martha because I'm so cool and everybody else sucks ass. Um, and they're listening to hot props on the radio. <laughs> Which is like a radio call-in show a la Delilah. Um, you listen to Delilah? I've heard it. Yeah, I've heard Delilah. I I, okay, I hate her guts, but I have listened yeah. to many a Delilah. How, how do you not? Where do you live? I guess, is that national? 
Yeah, it is national because first of all, oh. every time we walk into a, the Dunkin' Donuts that's very close to our home, which is 24 hours Wait. at night. That's true. Delilah. Delilah is on oh, okay. and blasting. And um, that makes sense. I've definitely heard it. Like my hometown is outside Philly. So I've definitely heard it like in the car many a times. Oh, okay. Maybe it's like in the Maybe it's new, northeast. Yeah. Northeast area. Delilah is like on one. <laughs> She's so She's annoying. Like, but at the oh, same time, your slightly comforting. cheated on you. Yeah. And like you need to figure out like your next step, like believe in yourself and like you need to like <laughs> yes. think about what you really want. She goes, listen to the Celine Dion song that I have what? queued up for you now. Yeah, she's like yes. she's a she's a DJ that gives like love advice vaguely mm-hmm. and or people just write mm-hmm. in and go, I want my fiance to have a great night today, even though he's stationed in Iraq or whatever. And she goes like, sending this one out to you crazy kids or whatever. And it's like <laughs> yeah. some fucking power ballad from 1982. Um, wow. Yeah. And it's, I will say like every time we're in there and not sober in the Dunkin' Donuts, there is a very calming quality of hearing her very annoying, stupid voice. Because I'm like, okay, that's a familiar yeah. voice. We're in familiar territory. It's just going to be soft pop. Like nothing mm-hmm. can go wrong. Um, so anyway, <laughs> Heather, <laughs> Heather M calls in and is like, hey, I have problems. And she's like, my name's Heather. Just kidding. It's not Heather. It's, um, and he's like, what's your name? And she's like, um, and I'm like, at that point, girl, just be like, Heather, bitch. I don't know. Yeah. But she was like, my name's Tweety. Cause she looks at her bird, which is like, it's so sad. She's so yeah. <laughs> uncreative. Yeah. Um, but then she's like, God's cursed me because I've, I had sex with this guy. No, girl. First of all, you got raped by this guy. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, she's like, I had sex with this guy, and then he killed himself in a homosexual murder suicide pact. <laughs> Which fair enough. Yeah, that's, that's very that's traumatizing. Have lasting uh, implications on the psyche. Yeah, for sure. and yeah. like her best friend killed herself, and she's like, and also I'm failing <laughs> math, which is like Same. that's going to be a side effect of trauma, baby girl. Like you're not yeah. going to be able to keep up in class, <laughs> like probably. Yeah. <laughs> what? I think that's why I failed math. Maybe that's because why you failed math. Because yeah, I was terrible at math. So that's what I'm going to blame it on. Let's sure. blame it on trauma. Good. I'm glad um, we got there. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. hate math. And I just yeah. wasn't. It didn't make any sense to me. It still doesn't. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, they hear Heather calling in. And Veronica and Heather Duke are like, what? This is so corny. And then Heather's like, I'm going to tell everybody. Because I'm a fucking demon monster. <laughs> um, so then she calls everyone. Well, she tells everyone about the about Heather's call. Um, yeah. And I don't know how she tells everybody in the school, but she does. She just, like, walks around screaming this information <laughs> at people's faces. And um, and then she's – so she's, like, definitely asserting herself as, like, the new Regina George. And is like, yes. I'm wearing a red scrunchie now and being super mean. And – Heather, who called into a radio show about her trauma, is like, no, it's not. <laughs> in fact, it's really upsetting. <laughs> and Veronica is like, we've tried to murder people. We've tried to have a publicized love in. It doesn't seem like anything's going to work. I guess everybody will always be mean and bully each other. Yeah. Though it does seem to be like the same six people. So yeah. I don't know, Veronica, but she's like, such is life i guess and has decided to kind of give up on being i don't know to give up on her vengeance plot but also to give up on like trying to be a completely better person by like being friends with betty because like hashtag can't relate to being a virgin i guess (laughs) um so then she like helps heather mcnamara not 
take a bunch of sleeping pills to kill herself in the bathroom during fucking study hall or whatever <laughs> um and stops her from committing suicide which is great I, there, there's like a back and forth there that i really like where she goes mm-hmm. like what are you doing you could have killed me and she's like what are you doing trying to sleep because she's trying to yeah, yeah. which i thought was kind of funny. yeah yeah mm-hmm. that was yeah, that was cool that's like the one good part that i'm like oh okay Veronica. that's nice yeah yeah maybe they're maybe they could actually be actual friends yeah, yeah, that's true. I think Heather McNamara committed murder. She's a nice girl, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, she just gets just why we on. all said we would marry her. So exactly. <laughs> true. Um, so GAD, meanwhile, back at the ranch, <laughs> returns to Heather Duke and cashes in that favor. Um, that he wants everyone to sign a petition for Big Fun to come play at their prom because there've been so many suicides. Um, and he gives her back these photos of her and Martha, basically like I'm not trying to blackmail anybody anymore. And she burns it in the yeah, chemistry so fucking like, sink. First of all, they were like toddlers in those photographs. Yeah, that's how it always is in these movies, though. I know. I can't believe I was friends with her in middle school. Like, yeah, and like if they all, I assume it's like a small town. Like everybody knows everybody. Like, wouldn't everybody already know that they used to be friends friends with every? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So weird. Uh, Veronica confronts Heather Duke and asks her why she's being such a bitch, and Heather Duke says, "Because I can be." Uh, And she, you know, the the message behind it being that anyone would be that way even sweet betty finn would be that way if they became cool suddenly jay-z uh jay-z oh, i keep doing that i'm so sorry i don't know what's Jay-Z happening and beyonce yeah beyonce come to the school instead of big fun um, jd um then returns to veronica and asks her out and she's like fuck no i'd rather slit heather duke's wrists <laughs> and make it look like a suicide lol and um jd says he's um started underlining quotes in her copy of moby dick again makes <laughs> which we've discussed note, yeah which doesn't which, make any sense yeah makes no sense and uh starts getting real rapey and kissing her neck and veronica hits him and is like get the fuck out of here um JD is very convinced that he was right and that she doesn't understand. And we are escalating to the climax here. I don't know if we were talking mm-hmm. on mic or off mic about the catcher in the rye. Oh, I think stuff. we might have been off mic. But yeah. to fill you in, listeners, um, in the script, it was supposed to be Catcher in the Rye is the book that she's reading and that they're underlining all these passages from. But they couldn't like get the rights to it. So they had to change it to Moby Dick, which like doesn't really no makes sense no catcher in the rye makes a lot more sense for yeah. sure yeah yeah they end up underlining the word eskimo <laughs> oh, randomly yeah. the script like, underline that is something. the same for catcher in the rye as well yeah because i think that's another yeah. thing like i really wonder if the word eskimo is even in moby dick to be honest i think it is i've i've read moby dick you did i could yeah i could Jesus see it Christ. Being there. the whole thing to be honest with you, I actually – so I started reading in quarantine. I have 75 pages left, but they do mention, like, people of, from a lot of different places, so I could see them saying Eskimo. Wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I was watching it, my boyfriend Julian caught the fact that um, at some point JD has some sort of weird conversation with – when he's talking to Heather Duke about, like, Moby Dick is dead. We need someone else to drive the ship or whatever. And in talking about her becoming the next Heather in charge. And that doesn't make any 
fucking sense considering Moby Dick's a whale. The whale does not drive <laughs> the fucking ship. I never caught that in all of my watches of that. Maybe because I didn't really care about Moby Dick and I have right. never really read it. I've JD's read like excerpts and he's yeah, never it read makes, it either. Yeah, and he's it making sense ridiculous if JD's statements. Like never read Moby Dick and he's like, yeah, like this is what it's about. Like I'm so smart. And pretentious, but he's never fucking read it. That yeah, kind of tricks. Yeah, it does make sense. Like, he does wax poetic about, like, yeah. the stupidest shit yeah. in yeah. this movie. Like, a lot of his one-liners are pretty wild and pretty fun. I'm trying to think of... Yeah. There's there's one... Oh, like, chaos killed the dinosaurs, darling. Yes. Or whatever. And it's like, oh, my God. But also, yeah. at 16, you're like, oh, my God. So deep. Wow, it's so deep. He's a poet. Yeah. Who brings a gun yeah. to school? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Veronica gets home after school and her parents confront her because JD stopped by and told them that she was contemplating suicide. And he also left like a note for her. And Veronica opens it up and it's in her ran- handwriting and says, mm-hmm. recognize this handwriting. Such a threat. So she, yeah, she freaks out and runs upstairs where she sees like a Barbie doll hanging from her ceiling that's wearing a big fun t-shirt. So she ends up crawling into bed to go to sleep when she's awoken by JD sneaking into her room once again and he starts reading her a passage from Moby Dick because he's a fucking asshole. (laughs) And he's like, here, like you try and underline something. We're totally going to set up Heather Duke. And she's done with his shit at this point and she's like, you're not a rebel. You're just a fucking psycho. Yeah. (laughs) So JD and Veronica end up at uh, Heather Duke's house and JD pulls out a knife to kill Heather. Veronica's like, that's filthy. Like Heather would never use a filthy knife to kill herself. And he's like, nag, 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 nag. And that was very big Jack Nicholson vibes. <laughs> yeah, like that true. Very much thing the shining energy. Exactly. Um, so she says that tomorrow someone will just take her place. Like basically tries to stop him from killing her. And is like, I'm the only one who can do the handwriting. Like, I'm not going to do it. He grabs her hand and makes her write this note that just says life sucks and goes in to do the deed in the bathroom and locks the door behind him so Veronica can't get in. And then we're cut to Heather Duke's funeral. This priest is talking about the words that she underlined in Moby Dick. Eskimo. This is like the key to understanding her pain. People are wearing off-the-wall fits. Like, they're wearing 3D glasses. It's super... Yeah, they're wearing, like, white coral dress outfits and, like, 3D white 3D glasses. And it's kind of a moment for me. (laughs) Like, I kind of, like, love it in a way that's, like, this feels very, like, um, Rocky Horror or something. There's, like, these weird tulip sculptures as well, like, Mm -hmm. throughout the church that don't... None of this makes any sense. The lighting is, like, bright red... And, like, (laughs) it's fucking chaotic. The priest is wearing, like, pearls. It's weird. (laughs) So weird. So, super odd. Heather Chandler comes up to Veronica in the back of the funeral, and she's like, this turnout's weak. And the afterlife is boring. Like, I'm so over it. And then she's like, I have your favorite meal for you. (sighs) Pasta. Just a huge thing of spaghetti with lots of oregano. No sauce. (laughs) disgusting (laughs) but it was all a dream (gasps) gasp 
um, as if the fucking 3D glasses didn't tip us off. Mm. Um, so Veronica did pass out. I guess JD never showed up to try to enact this chaotic plan with her. Um, so she runs to her diary, of course, and is like, um, nobody can stop JD. It's time to see how he reacts if, like, he comes upon a suicide that he didn't create. So she's like, mm. I'm going to do it to myself kind of a thing. So he rolls up into her window once again. <laughs> um, yes. Still got that ladder. Um, <laughs> and she's hanging from her ceiling fan or light yeah. or something. Um, and then he, like, kind of walks around in monologues and is like, <laughs> God damn. I never thought you'd do it. <laughs> or whatever. And um, he was like, I was teasing you. I loved you, even though I was going to kill you. And that's what I came here right. for. Here's my gun. LOL. Um, but also he's like, I was going to also try to get back at you with this petition at school. And the whole big fun petition, he like peels off a sticker <laughs> off the top of it. And he's like, this is actually a suicide note. <laughs> and it looks like the whole school signed it so that we're all going to go down in flames together because we're a cursed school and everybody's fucking killing themselves. And so mm -hmm. we're all out in one big yeah. bang of glory. Mm -hmm. And that's my plan. <laughs> um, yeah. This and the suicide note is we students of Westerberg High will die today. Our burning bodies will be the ultimate protest to a society that degrades us. Fuck you all. <laughs> Rock and roll. <laughs> and he's like, it's gonna inspire a generation of teens to mm. also be psychotic. <laughs> I How guess. How handy dandy for us that he goes on this whole monologue it's so to good a dead body. That he explains everything yeah. to Veronica's yes. hanging corpse. Because <laughs> yeah. she's not dead. Surprise. Mm -hmm. Um Veronica's mom is like, you're oregano noodles or whatever. And like comes up and is like, also very weird a response from her mom. She like immediately yeah, goes yes. like, I should have let you get that job at the mall. Like, what are you talking about? Like, why would you not Insane. immediately try to give your daughter aid? Um, but yeah, then yes. Veronica's like, hey, mom. And then like unwinds herself from the bed sheet that she tied around her waist so she was hanging from yeah. her waist and not her neck until dead, um, which is great because that means she's still alive and now she knows JD's plan. Yes. Convenient. Convenient. Mm -hmm. But exciting stuff is happening. So now we have this like plot point built up that there's going to be this explosion mm -hmm. and Veronica has decided she doesn't want to kill everybody like she once did. So Yeah. So next day at school, Pauline sees Veronica and is like, wait, you're alive? JD says you committed suicide last night. Yeah, the fucking student counselor's like, oh, honey, I thought you were dead. Yeah. <laughs> and she says, this is such a great line. They need to talk about this before committing suicide because it's one of the biggest decisions of a young woman's life. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. And then uh, JD arrives. She's like, I don't have time for this shit. Someone's trying to blow up the school, but she didn't say that. Yeah. And JD, like, it she might says, have been like, helpful. get a job. Yeah, I know. Like, that woman needs yeah. to get a job. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then um, JD has got these all these explosives, the Norwegian and the whatever. And um, everyone's going to class, uh, giving Veronica some nice pack of free thermals? rain. Pack of thermals. That was Upstairs. It. A Norwegian and a pack of thermals. Yeah. That um, sounds like cigarettes. It kind of does, doesn't it? The Norwegian <laughs> yeah. especially. Um, and then uh, 
giving Veronica, so everyone's in class, giving Veronica free reign to look for JD and find the explosives. He's he's planting them behind the bleachers. Sorry. Um, <laughs> we lost her for a second. I did. <laughs> Forgot how to read. Um, he's planting them behind the bleachers because there's going to be a pep rally. And then he's going mm-hmm. down to the boiler room. And soon all the all the kids start coming out of class. There's chaos, which killed the dinosaurs, apparently. Darling. And, um, <laughs> So he's Veronica, supposed to explode the boiler room that's under yeah, the pep under rally the so that he could kill yeah, everybody yeah. In, in addition one go. to the pack of thermals Upstairs, behind the bleachers. Right. So that yeah. he can definitely kill everybody. Exactly. Veronica figures right. it out. Um, she figures out that the boiler room is under the gym conveniently. Because she violently asks some that kid in the guy. fucking yeah. Yeah. hallway who knows the layout of He's the school. He's like, who knows the, the boiler room, room of course. Oh, classic, Sorry. the boiler room. And he gets like a little too close to her face when he tells her that mm-hmm. info. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if he just like wasn't mic'd. And they were like, just get close. We can pick you up on her log. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just yell into her chest. Yeah. Um, and uh, so she goes down to the boiler room um, where she finds Jay. D. I kept wanting to do it. Um, she finds JD, and who has a gun, of course. He's always and, got that gun. Uh, threatens her with it. Or wait, sorry. She has Veronica. Oh, yeah, she has the gun. She has the gun. Veronica has the gun at this point. Mm-hmm. He then takes it from her. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and now she is um, unconscious and without a weapon. That was a point that actually Julian and I discussed when we were watching it because. Yeah. He was like, why is she so close to him? She could have been up on the stairs. And I was like, she has terrible aim. She missed the jock, remember? Oh, yeah. So she's got to get close. And then he wrestles it from her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But also, she doesn't want to actually shoot her boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's a big thing. She definitely doesn't want to actually kill him. But also, you know, I mean, whatever. Go ahead. (laughs) She also doesn't want (laughs) to murder the entire school. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So meanwhile, upstairs, like the pep rally is happening. Everyone's having a grand old time. Veronica mm-hmm. wakes up from being knocked out and she finds this fire hydrant. So she sneaks up on JD as he's setting up the bomb and she like whacks at him, but he evades it the last second. They like struggle. He ends oh, up, like, the fire extinguisher. For a second, you really lost me on fire hydrant. I was like, oh, what? Where's the fire Thank hydrant? You. Yeah. That's a really <laughs> heavy piece of yeah. equipment. <laughs> Yes, a, a fire, fire extinguisher. extinguisher. Okay, yes. Oh, sorry, sorry. Keep yeah. going, keep going. <laughs> he, uh, as they're, like, struggling, he ends up pushing her up against the fucking machinery and is, like, making out with her. I, I hate it. It's I hate it thing. so much. Yeah, so she knees him in the balls and grabs the gun, but he jets off. So she ends up sneaking around. She finds him hiding next to his bomb. She's asking him how to turn it off, and he flips her off. So she shoots his middle finger clean awesome. off, which is amazing. Yeah. Suddenly she has she's a sharpshooter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he talks about how she wants a clean slate as much as he does. And the only place that different social types can get along is in heaven. <laughs> and she's like, "Tell me how to turn this fucking bomb off." I swear to God. And he says that people are going to look at the ashes of the school and say that it's self destructed. Not because society didn't care, because it was society. The school was society. We live in a society. I can't stand this man. (laughs) I know. I'm so over him. (laughs) So she asks him one more time how to turn it off. He's like, okay, you push the middle button twice if that's really what you want. And she's like, you know what I really want, babe? Pop, pop, pop. Smokes his ass. Cool guys like you out of my life. 
And Fair as enough. he's shot, he's holding like a knife and he ends up stabbing it in the bomb, which stops the timer. It doesn't really work. make sense to me. <laughs> I know. That doesn't yeah. make any fucking sense to me either. Have you guys not seen the Hurt Locker? Yeah. That's the whole thing. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so Veronica totally beat up. She's looking hit right now. She leaves the school, um, descends, the, you know, the front steps. JD comes after her and... He's like, you've got power I didn't think you had. <laughs> hot. <laughs> you had power I didn't think you had, babe. It's so hot of you. Yeah. <laughs> and he reveals the bomb strapped to his chest. And he's like, so pretend I did blow up the school, all the schools. Now that you're dead, what are you going to do with your life? And she pulls out a cigarette. And the bomb on his chest is beeping, beeping, beeping. JD holds out his arms. Inside the school, they hear an explosion. Veronica, amazing shot of her all at, like um, smoke on her face, and she's like burnt up, and her hair is like thrown back, and she's just smoking a cigarette. And she goes back inside. Heather Duke is like, "You look like hell." She's like, "Yeah, I just got back." And she takes Heather's scrunchie and tells her there's a new sheriff in town. What does she do with this newfound power? She goes to ask Martha Dumptruck to the prom and to just hang out, watch some new flicks, and pop some popcorn together. Classic. Yeah. And that is Heather's. What a freaking ride. Truly a ride. A wild ride. Truly (laughs) insane. Yeah. Yeah, I love this movie. It's fucking insane. It's fucking, I mean, it's stupid in some instances, and then in other instances, it's just like absolute fun and yeah. chaos. And the Definitely. the fashion is so mm-hmm. aggressive, yeah. too. I feel yeah, like yeah. we didn't talk about that as much, but like just the fucking shoulder pads on these women and the amount of plaid employed yes. by the costume department. The shoulder pads are like huge. Every scene, I'm like opening cafeteria heather chandler looks built like a football seriously like looks like she has full-on pads and christian slater is like he's in his trench coat and his his shoulders are just like hunched like he's just hunched so Mm -hmm. everybody looks like they have their shoulders up by their ears like the entire film yeah which kind of adds to like the energy that they're going for Mm -hmm. which is like awkward teenagers trying to act like adults and make adult decisions but right Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. i mean it's it's wild i think it's also worth mentioning that like the whole thing with like big fun and that song yeah you know at the time and this is something that i will fully admit i don't fully understand (laughs) in the sense of like we did not live through it you know but yeah the sort of like that kind of address of teenage suicide at the time being yeah. like such a big deal and being so edgy, even though now mm-hmm. it's kind of like, yeah, whatever. Like we have 13 reasons why and it sucks, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, it's sort of like, yeah, yeah, like we people know. talked about it. Whereas back, I mean, I guess I don't know either because I didn't live through it, but it seems like it wasn't really talked about at the time yeah. and was one of the catalysts for writing the movie because there were a lot of happy-go-lucky teen movies and this one actually like dredged up some really dark aspects of being a teen. Definitely. I remember yeah. my mom talking a little bit about like in the 70s um there was a lot of talk about like if you played a record a certain record backwards it would hypnotize you and make you kill yourself mm-hmm. like in terms mm-hmm. of like 
satanic panic and stuff like that right. because that was sort of happening in the 80s and early 90s and stuff. Um, there was a lot of talk about certain bands being like influential yeah. on kids, like committing crimes and doing murder and killing themselves and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I think my mom also said like that fucking song that's like turn around bright eyes or whatever that like a lot oh, of yeah, people total eclipse, or total eclipse, eclipse of the, of the heart. heart. Yeah, yeah. That like people used to call in and say that they were going to like kill themselves to that song oh specifically and Jesus. that that was like a suicide wow. song for what? a second yeah like there wow. was like i mean so fucking dark like the 80s are so fucking crazy when it's you think true. about it everybody was on fucking diet pills which was basically speed and yep. then they were AIDS. doing coke and they were like yeah, for real. and just like sweating and having no concept of like their con the consequences of their actions because yeah. they were teenagers so many people yeah so many people were just dying around them Reagan yeah the aids was, epidemic like, was raging yeah, yeah like there was so much going on that was really fucking dark and everybody acted like everything was totally fine because like yeah, right. being preppy was in mm-hmm. and a prep yeah. a prep isn't supposed to have any problems they're just supposed to be yeah. rich and walk around or whatever um mm-hmm. so yeah i love this underbelly fucked up sort of grimy look at teenagers who literally don't care about anybody but themselves yeah yeah Yeah, and i feel like we haven't really seen anything since this that is so stylized and irreverent and also like and edgy i think this movie yeah i think it's both marketed to adults but i think it actually is very much aimed at teenagers and even when you look at movies that teens have today i feel really bad for teens today because they They're have like, the fucking kissing booth and like that's it <laughs> to all the boys and i loved before <laughs> like which i mean i enjoy it's fine. Well, I love it's, like, so it's not talking <laughs> about like, anything so serious hokey. Yeah, yeah they're like so hokey and i feel like it's hard to relate because they the characters that are in a lot of teen movies now are not down to earth yeah they're like these fantastical people who have like a really big house and amazing clothes and can dress well. Like I saw something the other day on TikTok. It was like, do tweens exist anymore? Wow. Seriously. Please, someone tell me wow. if you've seen a tween. <laughs> I have not seen a tween. <laughs> it's a they go from a child and then they're a teenager. This was me as a tween, and it's like a photo of her wearing like a yellow camisole with a yellow t-shirt and like some weird <laughs> outfit. Yeah. That's really yeah. interesting. I think there was a movie in the 90s, Jawbreaker. I don't know if you guys saw that one. I haven't seen it, but while I was on YouTube just looking at clips Mm. and stuff from the movie, there was a video essay talking about Heathers and Jawbreakers together. Jawbreaker was was interesting. It's very, very camp. I feel like it's very... I need to see this. I can't believe I haven't seen this. It's very, like, it's a a gay movie, even though not really, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I feel like in the gay community, that's like a, a big movie. And right. it has Rose McGowan in it. Fun. And it's basically the plot is that there's the, th- the three popular girls and they accidentally murder one of them <laughs> by giving mm-hmm. her a jawbreaker. And it gets done. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Whoa. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. It's definitely not making as much of a statement as Heather's, I think. It's more just can't be there for camp's sake. Yeah. You yeah. know? And it's supposed to be, like, funny and ridiculous. Totally. Well, did you did you see that they did a Heather's remake in 2018? Yeah, no, um, the TV show, right? Yeah, they they made a a series, I guess, about Heather's in 2018, and it's kind of hard to tell who it's aimed at. Mm-hmm. 
if it's aimed at like fair, <laughs> that's fair. Or yeah, if it's dude. aimed at like more left leaning Gen Z people. But basically, the Heathers, they made them all like marginalized identities. So like Heather Chandler is fat. Heather, I think Duke is genderqueer. And Heather um, McNamara is Latina. And instead of it being like, they're all bullies. They're just like very into social justice work. And the bullying that they do, in quotations, is they call Ram out for wearing like a racist shirt. And they're like, take off the racist shirt or we're going to post a picture of it online. And then they're like, that's, you're bullying him. Um, and Veronica, the, the equivalent of the lick it up scene mm-hmm. is where Veronica calls Heather Chandler a fatty. And Heather Chandler's like, okay, I'm going to tell the school that you're fat shaming me. And then Ver- Veronica's like, I'm going to fucking kill this bitch now. And it's what? like the politics of it seem very yeah, awful. That like, is so, so convoluted. Two, like, young white teens murdering marginalized people. Wait, this and is framing them as the hero. Also, like immediately, live like looked up like images yeah. of what's going on <laughs> yeah, because we I were just both just know. so aghast, <laughs> yeah. and it immediately brought up um, a an article that said Heather's <laughs> is embraced by the alt right. Yep, and I'm like that tracks. Ah! Yikes. Because it's like, yeah, these fucking liberals are bullying me mm-hmm. about being f- racist. About being racist and about like being gross. But yeah, that's really upsetting. And it seems to go kind of against everything that the Heather initial Heathers for. was about. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if you want to make this thing, I mean, I don't think you should. Put your but own name on it. Yeah, do it separate. Yeah. Yeah. Make it its own this. fucked up thing. Don't call it Heathers. Exactly. It was apparently also delayed multiple times by the yeah. network yes. because of shit that was going down. Yeah. Uh, it was like, canceled after the Pittsburgh <laughs> synagogue Jesus shooting. Christ. Jesus I Christ. Yeah. I can tell you. Um, that sounds insane. Yeah. That's okay. fucked up. Enough of that. That yeah. sounds uh, bad. That sounds mm-hmm. um bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I shan't be watching it. Yeah. We shan't either. Yeah. Um, well, before we sign off, shall we rate this film? We do just a 1 to 10 rating. What do you think, Liz? I mean, 9.5. I mean, I'm going to give it 9.5 croquet balls out of 10. Mm. Very nice. 9.5 nice. shoulder pads out of 10 for me. 9.5 shoulder pads. Exactly. Yeah. I think I'm going to go for a 9 because I do love it, but it's it's just because I watched it when I was older. I feel like if I had watched it more like as a teen, it would have more of like a nostalgia place in my heart. Yeah. Fair. But it is like a fantastic movie. Yeah. I think that I would give it an 8. Okay. Just because – no, no offense. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, I, I do like it. I like the really like – wild raunchy like seedy nature of the movie i guess i would just say that i feel like super relatable to the characters i Mm. liked watching it i think that if i felt more like you said watching it when you're a teenager has like a greater effect on you Yeah. yeah um but i really enjoy the movie i think like it's cast really well and all the performances hold up 
even mm-hmm. now. Yeah, so. definitely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for I having us. I certainly had a blast. Um, could you tell our listeners where they can find you, where they can follow you, etc.? Yes. You can find us um, at the Ridiculous People podcast, anywhere you get your podcasts on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, etc. Mm-hmm. You can follow us at a ridiculous pod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, or you can follow me at Alex Shan, A-L-U-X-S-H-A-N on Twitter, Instagram. You can follow me at Liviosa, L-I-V-I-O-S-A-H, also on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm Alex Shannon, and she's Liv Zangor. Oh, we did not say that. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) At all during this podcast. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) what's up? Yeah, we we got it in there. Um, All of these links will be in the show notes, so be sure to go check them out and follow them. Thanks, guys. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram. It's Movies That Raised Us. You can follow us on Twitter at MTRU underscore pod. You can follow us on TikTok, Movies That Raised Us pod. Check us out. Uh, we'd also love it if you could, you know, do a little rate, a little review, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. That way, on Wednesday, it'll be all set for you. All you have to do is click play. Um, you can also send us an email if you'd like. It's movies that raised us at gmail.com. Um, thanks so much for listening, y'all. Yay, thanks for having us. Thank you for listening to Movies That Raised Us. I'm Mo. And I'm Christina, and our theme song is by Garrett Schmidt. Bye.